My name is Matt Brown. <laughs> and let's start the show. Man, I gotta go. I'm working. I'm working. Doctor. I'm working. Doctor, this is the mayor talking. All right, all right. Doctor, come on. What? What? Always do the right thing. That's it. That's it. I got it. I'm gone. What's up? It's a great day on this Thursday edition of the Productive Conversation Podcast. I am your host, Matt Brown. It is November 12th, Thursday, November 12th, and it is a great day, and it is an important day, and that is because Ted Alley Entertainment is here, a.k.a. Chris Murawski, a.k.a. Anthony Grancelli. They are the co-hosts of the Pit Podcast, and oh my freaking goodness, this is what it's all about. Simple as that. So cut to the chase so we could get to this amazing interview. And these two are my friends for a long time. I've known them for a very, very long time. We go as far as back as high school. And I've just witnessed these guys grow into great, great comedians, great content creators, great podcasters. I was lucky enough to go on their podcast, The Pit Podcast, which you can find on all podcasting platforms in YouTube. Just go to Ted Alley Entertainment and both YouTube and all podcasting platforms. And I was right there on this Tuesday's edition and I had one amazing fucking time. Seriously, those guys were so awesome and welcoming to have me on their podcast. And they did me the same favor and they came on mine and they are here today on this, one of the best podcasts ever. We have great impressions. We have great stories. We have just great vibes all around, and here it is. My incredible, incredible podcast with two of the most talented individuals to ever be graced from the city of Norwalk. And here they are, Chris Murawski, Anthony Grancelli, the founders and the face of Ted Alley Entertainment. Here is my incredible podcast with them. Let's go! All right. This is one of the greatest collabs in podcasting history, and I genuinely mean that. Tonight, we have a special, I should say, two special guests, and quite the opportunity here on election night, 2020. But instead of being stressed out, we're coming together to give some great content entertainment. But having said all of that, I have two of the most talented, entertaining, and impressive podcasters, and two people I'm very, very lucky to call my buddies, and I'm still glad to be buddies for a very long time, but I have none other than Anthony Grancelli, Chris Murawski, a.k.a. Ted Alley Entertainment, and a.k.a. the hosts of the Pit Podcast that you can find on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. What's going on, guys? How are you doing? Wow, it is really hard to follow up that amazing intro. I feel really good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just so happy to be here right now and be talking with you again. So Yes, thank you for having us. We, you know reciprocate all of that we've been watching you and we're very excited to be here so this is like you said this is an awesome collab that we're excited about yeah. 
Likewise, likewise. And I've been watching you guys, huge fans of what you've been doing, both as your YouTube videos with uh, with Ted Alley Entertainment and then adapted to the podcasting world. And I'm really proud of you guys. It's hilarious entertainment. I think you guys got a great chemistry going. Um, Also, your EP has been doing a great job herself. I'm just sorry, I just can't think of the name right at the moment. Oh, Isabel? Yeah, yeah, sorry. sorry. (laughs) I see she's doing a great job as well. And yeah, this is just... I'm just really, really excited for this. So, man, this is awesome. We're talking, I mean, like when we were walking up the driveway here, we were like, dude, I'm, I'm just so excited right now. Like, I can't even. Yeah. It's nice because like usually, you know, we're the ones like setting up and getting the s'mores and stuff for our guests and like having to research our guests and just what to ask them and stuff like that. So it's nice to just finally come into an environment where. Now the pressure's on you. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, it's just really good to be here. I'm happy. It's certainly a challenge worth accepting and one that I'm really glad we're experiencing right now. So, I mean, where do we start? So, why don't we go into Ted Alley Entertainment? You know, I'm a big fan of it. Huge following here, especially amongst our Norwalk faithful. But for all my listeners who aren't aware of you guys, why don't you just give a little synopsis of what you guys do exactly? So, we're pretty much... at. Have we started? Do you want to get into that? Or yeah, no, we could definitely do an origin story. Yeah. So, I guess. Uh, do you want to take it? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tree obviously doesn't want it. Right, okay. Just, yeah, so uh, I'll interpret it. If I miss anything, okay, let me yeah, know. Gotcha, um, yeah. Essentially, it started out. You know, we've always had an interest in sketch comedy, and you know, just trying to make content that is funny to some extent and make somebody laugh but we never really acted on it we were always just kind of like big idea guys i don't know if you disagree there but we would always oh, be, yeah. oh yo, it'd be oh, yeah. so funny if this happened oh yeah well then this and then that and maybe, yeah it's like and then that would be extended yeah. and then we just go all right yeah i'll see you later and like that was it yeah. but you know one night we decided to actually uh act on one of our ideas and we made a sketch called uh dar shatter uh, i'm not sure if you saw that that was our first uh, like i guess official ted alley thing and then that's the view chris lado right no, so oh, that one was yeah, with uh, yeah. me, him, and Daniel O'Brien. Oh, okay. Yeah, Daniel Darshatter. Daniel Darshatter. If you haven't seen it, that's our like most watched video with like 750 views. Yeah, no so, big deal. No big deal. No uh, deal. Just to, like six, but, eight yeah, months around there. We um we just created that like sketch comedy kind of out of thin air, and we were like, yo, that was so fun. We should continue doing something along those lines. Um, yeah, it was it was also too kind of like, you know, it was. Uh, Dan and Chris came over to my house and I was just downstairs like hanging out on the couch that I was hanging out in in the video and I remember they both walked in and this is how it pretty much all kind of started more or less Uh, we did love sketch comedy too but uh, Chris walked in and Daniel was right behind him and I just said uh, like hi Dan can you shut the door behind you and then Chris just went oh Daniel Darshatter and then I immediately just went well he's certainly not living in any barns Chris and we just laughed and we were like wait I think that's a skit right there like I think we have something if we could just kind of formulate something and like make it and pretty much that night we just kind of threw it together and I think it took us like two or three days to kind of fully Uh, make it because we want we like put everything together and then I just like recorded like the sound of like Chris walking down the stairs with like my camera because we don't have a mic or anything so I just like literally held the camera as he walked down and then when he shuts the garage door I just like pretty much got that audio too so it took like two or three days to put together and then on the third day when we got together on the third day he rose again yes he rose again (laughs) Uh, so 
when that happened, I was like, wouldn't it be kind of funny if we put like our like an entertainment thing in this and kind of like a whole production label, and then we all just kind of came up with the name of the label and I it, the, like what you see in the beginning of the thing are the yes. yes. <laughs> That's yeah. For uh, you went to Norikai, obviously. Uh, did you ever have Mr. Alley? No, I did not have the famous Mr. Alley, but very aware of him. Yeah. That is who our, like, I guess slogan is based yeah. off oh, of. Oh, that's hilarious, yes, actually. So he's, like, literally Ted Alley. Well, so, <laughs> or Theodore Alley. So or? we thought it was Ted. Like, we were trying to think of his name. We knew it started with a T, but we were just like, I don't know. I guess just do Ted. Yeah, Ted like, was the only name that we could really think of. No, yeah. We knew it wasn't Tommy, but it was, like, a three-letter And then name. we had the bear, too, which is, like, Teddy Bear. Yeah, and then we were like, all right, we got to run with it now. But yeah. the yes is, like, a mimic of, of, yeah, uh, of his voice. Because that's... Time, yeah. Every... Oh, oh. Flaying down Flipperton <laughs> Yeah, and every time, like, we would see each other in the hallway, or if he calls me on the phone, like, we always pick it up and we just go, yes. So we were just like, how funny would that be if, like, the, it, our logo showed as we said that, and that was just kind of our thing. And... It's not. We're not trying to make fun of Mr. Alley. We want to pay homage to him and just because that's yeah. that's a class where me and him actually became yeah. like really really good friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. and we kind of stumbled upon, yeah. I guess, just impressions back and forth and stuff. And that was like one of the first ones. Yeah, so. and he he liked us and like we were favorites. Yes, of his. I like yeah. you, Chris and Anthony. He's like Chris. He's like I swear to God, Chris, you get you can employ Nike with all the different shoes you bring in here. <laughs> and we thought that was so funny, and we took a picture and then like a, made it into a poster like that. Uh, of all our shoes together. And, yeah, it was actually, I completely forgot that we did that, but essentially, long story long, yeah. that is the origin of Ted Alley for those who were wondering. Oh, that's really cool. I mean, I, I mean, I've, I didn't know the full story of it. I just, I think what either, I just saw you guys one day at YouTube or it was said to me one way or the other and... I, like, I always genuinely thought you two were the funniest dudes from Norwalk. I really mean that. Always good impressions. I mean, we were in the same group, uh, church. Oh, no, uh, yes. We could go into that. Just comedy then. And then, you know, all times we've hung out through the years. It's I was really, really excited to see you guys come out and create your own content with that. And, you know, I... Is it, I think it's well. You guys made like YouTube videos for like one or two years before you then transferred to the pit, or or added the pit to your. Um, Honestly, what you guys I, do. I think yeah. So the pit was like just like an addition because, uh, you know, while sketch comedy is you know something that we love and enjoy, it's really hard to consistently produce, especially in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, which, like things just were just yeah. very difficult. So we decided to get something that could be consistent, something that we always did want to do that we just never really got around to, and we just kind of added the pit into rotation. Yeah. The the idea like essentially came from uh, we, I always like I heard heard of a story. I can't remember the president, but it was, I think it was like. Franklin Roosevelt. I don't know. It was one of the presidents. Presidents, but when the war was going on, I heard that like on the radio, he would have like quote unquote fireside chats to like calm the country down. And he, <laughs> I think he'd like tell a story or something like that, and just to like calm. You know what I mean? It would just brought everyone kind of closer, and just like they heard his voice, so it's like okay, everything's gonna be all right. Was so it Ronald yeah. Reagan? No, that's not Ronald no, Reagan. Yeah. That's. Like the 40s or 30s? I don't know. There was. Uh, it might be Nixon. I think there was always like an impressionist. They I use him on Family Guy a lot. Right, they use like the impression on on Family Guy of the president. I think it's. Ronald Reagan. No, it's not Ronald I mean, Reagan. I'm continuing. But essentially, <laughs> I wanted to kind of bring that kind of homey feel, and uh, you know, just 
if we ever had guests or something to have them come on and just know that we're just sitting by a fire, you know, we're here to enjoy everyone of all walks of life and everything and to just bring them in and have them sit around a fire and just have a nice chat. And if we ever had someone on to roast a marshmallow with them and I kind of took that idea from hot ones because like, you know, hot ones kind of like, yeah, yeah, you eat the wings and then you kind of loosen up and you answer the questions and that's how you really get to like the core of the interview. So I was like, if we just have them roast a marshmallow in the beginning, they're all edge you know they had a little sweet in them you know what i mean and hopefully it would make for a good interview and just podcast in general and and you'll be roasting a marshmallow yes, on there very, well, whatever so. oh, yeah. you don't know how much i'm looking forward to that and yeah with the guests you guys had so far it was really exciting whether it's such or um chris romanello was really good uh your special power hour especially with that um yeah you guys really um very homely with that and I'm excited to see who else you're bringing on as, as well you know transferring to that I'm just curious now that we are getting into the winter and I don't I hope this isn't a seasonal podcast uh, no, to no. Go outside. We, we've had the conversation yeah. do you have any announcements figured out with it or uh, so, so we pretty much yeah we pretty much were just like once it starts to get really cold then we'll just start doing it in my basement again the first episode we filmed in my basement because it took us like are you wanna it just took us a while to really get the ball rolling on it and then the weather we had everything ready to go and the weather like came that night and it was just shit and we were like all right i guess like i guess we don't have to i guess we're not doing it we're like you know what no we're we're not pushing this off anymore like we'll figure something out like i have a fire pit in my basement boom and then yeah we just kind of bit the bullet and we were like, all right, let's just do it. Like, you know, stop pushing it off, stop procrastinating it. And so I think that's probably what we'll go to. Okay, good, good. I just don't, I don't want you guys to end. And like I said, you can find those guys every Tuesday and Thursday on all podcasting platforms and YouTube at Ted Alley Entertainment. One word. And also, thank you guys for bringing the roles with that feeling at Homely, too. It's a. Uh... Yeah, no, we, we, it's, it's natural. So it feels right. Just a very quick plug. Be sure to check out me and Ryan Page's podcast, The Tweet Cap, as we go over all the trending tweets of the week. That is on every Friday on all podcasting platforms. Now back to Chris and Tree. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just like listening to your podcast is like a lot of fun because you clearly know what you're doing and like the what you want to get out of people and the conversations that you get out of people are pretty great, I think. So I think you're doing a great job. And I love The Tweet Cap, love Ryan Page. Right dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, that really means a lot. And, you know, it It was just, I think I just got those from just listening to podcasts and ra- podcasts and radio all the time. I and mean, you can see on that wall there, it's all radio personalities, uh, radio and You're podcast ones, included, included, <laughs> included President Barack Obama. Obama. <laughs> I mean, a great communicator, right? Oh, and, yeah. um Including The Rock right there, being a great communicator, of course. And you got Frank up there and as well. and um, Larry David. You know, I would love for Larry David to have a podcast, but he would just never do it. He would just never do it. And I, it sucks, but he would be amazing on a podcast. Larry David is someone we have to appreciate. Yeah, yeah so happy. I know. He's curvy and stuff. A, you don't really watch too much, Larry, right? No, I want. I think he's hysterical. I yeah. do. I really. I want to get into him more. I just like. I'm, I've been watching so many shows. Yeah, like I've been watching so many shows, and then like uh, it was spooky season, and like you said, you love movies, and I like I love movies too. So I was just all spooky season or like all uh, October. I was just watching nothing but horror movies. So I'm finally and like haunting of Blind Manor. So I'm finally ready to like get 
back into normal shows not like genre specific yeah like, so i can of, sleep yeah. at night you know what i mean and not be scared anymore so for sure but um right before we get into that i think um yeah it's just really cool to see with this a podcast whether you know us two and then i know eric arena does another one and um also your producer does chicks yeah chicks, chicks, chicks off, flicks. Yeah. Chicks yeah. off yeah. flicks she does a great job with that so it's really cool we're all pulled together and now we can get to start collaborating yeah, and stuff and yeah i think honestly collaborating has been the most fun part for me mm-hmm. personally no, uh, for sure I'd say. like i don't know what it is just about bringing i guess i don't know if it's like outside perspectives but just being able to collide worlds i guess even though they're little small worlds like you know we don't have like a crazy huge following but like it's cool to bring in people that might be on the outside of that following that can you know bring different ideas and just different conversations so you know i'm happy to that's definitely been like my favorite part i think easily and we'll have to support each other as podcasters and content creators and and that's how we go far you know we all start somewhere we've all our podcasts are only a few months old and possibilities are endless and just showing different audiences we never know and i just want to see you guys go extremely far whether this is a sketch comedy i really do and i've said that before even before this podcast and i just can't wait to see what you guys are doing it really really excites me Appreciate it, man. I mean, the same with us, you know, we have the highest hopes for, you know, anybody, anybody in Norway, particularly you as well. But something we've been discussing just is like, you know, we want to support everybody in Norwalk who's doing, you know, something creative and like putting themselves out there. Uh, that's always been something that we're really trying to get ourselves to do because, you know, we're in that same position on our end where we're trying to do something. We're putting ourselves out there and, you know, we want to be those people on the other end that are, you know, supporting, you know, just as much. So, mm-hmm absolutely man and well it's it's just an exciting time for this and uh now that we have gotten some introduction to see how we ended up at this point let's get into some fun stuff all right movies tv as we mentioned as you guys mentioned and of course i just love to mention every time i can get <laughs> we are not mad about yeah, that no, yeah, not at all yeah thank you yeah. well i mean where do we go where do we start off with this tell me tell me in 2020 what are what are three movies you guys saw? Whether you know, maybe they came out this year, maybe they came out in the twenties, maybe they came out last year. Or like two or three movies that like really that you you really fell in love with watching this year. Like um, for me, for instance, I saw this movie called All That Jazz. Right? That's crazy. That all right? Sorry. I do you know what Letterbox is? Yeah. Yeah, like I, I literally was just like going through a letterbox, like t- or uh, you know, like YouTube time hole, like you just keep on clicking on videos. I was just going like actor for actor, and I literally ended up on all that jazz. Like I was at seven o'clock, like I was on letter, and I was like, oh, what's this movie? And I put it on my watch list. So it's just funny, like you're saying that, right? Oh, now. you have to watch all that jazz. All that jazz stars seventy nine is the great Roy Schneider, and he plays a director on a Broadway show, but he's also trying to work. He's also trying to uh, open this Broadway show while also editing a movie coming at the same time. It's based off, you know, the filmmaker Bob Fosse. He's known for Chicago, Cabaret, um, those guys, like big in both the theater Mm -hmm. and movie world. And it's based on his life. And it's about a guy killing himself to get the perfect um, 
project production and it's really cool it's really funny has a lot to say and um that was what i really intrigued and it was really hard to find on streaming service may i may i suggest that for both if you haven't heard it. it's called just watch it is just the google of any movie you need or streaming service it will tell you where to find a movie on a streaming service for free for free or subscription or if not if it's not a subscription they'll tell you where you can buy it like two or three dollars nice cool for instance, if I do all that jazz. Yeah, so I, I saw like Real Good too. Like realgoodcinema.com is like a. Yeah, yeah. that's a good oh, one. Yeah, I heard yeah, that. Okay. Sim- yeah. Is that a similar. Yeah, like, it's just, service? Not, just, just not an app, but uh, if there's an app now, I'm definitely going to get that. I have to say, according to Just Watch, as of today, it's not on a streaming service or you can't buy it. Of course. It, it was just on Tubi TV, I guess, last month. <laughs> but if you want to get. You know, it really is worth a DVD investment if you're really into that. But I mean, DVDs now are probably just so cheap anyway, too. Oh, yeah, you, you know? can get them just for Just with all the penny. streaming, you can probably get one for like four ninety nine. Yeah. $5.99. It's like, it's crazy. Like, sometimes they'll go to gas stations or just like random 7-Elevens. The <laughs> giant box. <laughs> of the giant yeah, I tub, see yeah. that with your stories sometimes. You find like, I love you, man. <laughs> <I'm really laughs> I got, uh, you know, uh, Boyhood. Have you ever heard of that movie? Yeah, Richard Link. Yeah, yeah, like I, I've never watched it, but it was five dollars at Stop and Shop, and it's, I was on Blu-ray, so I'm like, hell yeah, I'm gonna get it. You know what I mean? So buy that, you know, buy that instead of like some stupid meal or coffee. That's how I look at it. Well, that's like one movie for me. Also, another one, Days of Confused. The re- oh, love that movie. Awesome, uh, coming of age movie. Oh, oh yeah, no. The best thing about high school girls is that. I get older, but they stay the same age. <laughs> Classic. I love it. What are some uh, a couple movies that you guys like really got into this year? From 2020 or just in general? Like just in general, but you happen to see it this year. Ooh, I don't know. If that makes I, sense. I'd have to go back pretty deep. I'm trying to think. Yeah. It doesn't be the favorite. Just one or two of them. You know? I mean, Jojo Rabbit was definitely yep. up there for that me. Was in my, I was, I was, in that was definitely up there for me. I, we, I saw that in theaters by myself like a fucking grandma, but it was awesome. Um, you can go, I just get one. Yeah, yeah, Taika or whatever. Like, uh, yeah. Taika Waikiki, I think yeah, his name is. He's also one of my favorite directors and filmmakers. He made What We Do in the Shadows. Yep. Oh yeah, the original in the show. Hysterical. I, I love the show too. I can't wait for that to come back. But I'd say three movies that I have. I just because I like recently watched this movie was uh, the Coen Brothers movie. Oh brother, where art thou? Oh yeah. I fell in love with that movie, dude. Like, and the soundtrack too was so good. Oh, the colors are great, so lush, yeah. and like it's a, it's a beautiful portrait. Yeah, I love the way he like tells stories. And then, we were literally just talking about this yeah, movie on the way here because I was listening yeah. to uh, uh, "I'm a Man of Infant Sorrow" or whatever, like, constant <laughs> sorrow, or whatever. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'd say, "Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou?" Jojo Rabbit, and then just another recent one that we actually saw together right before uh, COVID hit, and like there's no movie theaters really anymore. But uh, the Invisible Man, Ooh, that one was yeah. awesome too. Yeah, that homegirl Lizzie Moss. Yeah, yeah, that one was really good. I She's re- from uh, what's the show called? Handmaid's Tale. Yep. I have not seen that show, but I've heard good things. Me neither. I still haven't yet. But I love her Mad Men. If you ever seen she that. and Mad Men too. Yeah, she's a huge. Well, she was awesome in The Invisible Man. I thought she did a really, really good job. Good in Us as well. If you've seen that, First one. she's in Us too. Yeah. Oh yeah, she is. She's the second family. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah. The first movie I ever saw her in though was uh, Get Him to the Greek. You ever see yeah, that? Yeah, she was in that. Yeah, I, felt, <laughs> I watched that for my birthday when I was like 13. I brought all my friends. Got like yelled at or whatever from like some. No, some we were laughing too loud and like yeah, there was some dad who was just pissed at like us thinking the movie was funny and he he, like, <laughs> he got the uh, guy and like told on us and we were just like dude like we're just laughing at the movie and like 
yeah, but just a, just a random memory. I'm sorry for bringing that up, but hell no, yeah, nothing yeah. but keep up, bring up the memories, anything, anything railing up, man. I had uh, this one is not from 2020. It's old, but I just got put on like the Denzel Washington train like not too long ago. Training day, training, training oh, yeah, day. Duh. It was obviously a classic, but it was like the, for it. it was the first time I saw it in full, and I was like, oh my god, this dude is electric. Like I just went on a binge watching like. Other Denzel movies, like right after that, I saw uh, Pelham One Two Three, uh, American Gangster. Um, what's uh, what's the other one? I'm drawing a blank because I feel like I'm on the spot. Uh, but I just went on Denzel a rush. Oh, I saw Fences too. Fences. Yeah, after training day, I was like, "Yo, I've been sleeping on this dude. Like, this man is awesome. He's incredible. He like took over as my favorite actor pretty much after I saw like Training Day in full because he was awesome." See, his his, uh, his son John David Washington now making the rise for to be that's, a big so star awesome. himself. That's, that's so, so he's cool. He's really good. Yeah, like, he's... Has he been in anything big? Tenet, and uh, yeah. Black Clans. No, we were talking about Tenet. Did you like Tenet? I still haven't seen it, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but Tree was not a huge fan. I don't yeah, think. I went to the theater. So here's my thing. I went. Yeah, I went to the theater and in Stanford, and it was it was pretty weird. But it just because every, everything was just so weird. Didn't really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. and then like, am I am I is this a danger right yeah, here? Exactly. <laughs> and then <laughs> focusing on the movie. Yeah, yeah. and then like. They didn't have like safety precautions, like nothing really set up. Like, yeah, like I was just like, oh, so I can just do whatever I want. Like, this really doesn't seem right. And then, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I got there and then I ordered food and I ordered a pretzel and I ordered, uh, I think like fries or something like that. But the, yeah, so I get there and the pretzel takes like 20 minutes. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, it took 20, like, I watched them put it on the rack. And I thought it was done after that. And they're like, yeah, we have to wait for it to fully cook after it's on the rack for 20 minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just like are you guys kidding me? And then so I'll eat it stale. I don't care. Yeah. Just give it to me. So there's one guy who is like really concerned about my safety and making sure I'm not going to eat a raw pretzel. And then there's like another guy who is just like, just give the kid his goddamn pretzel so he could watch the movie. I'm more concerned about COVID, not the pretzel. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just fine. I'm sitting there and then. Like so much time is going by, I'm like ready to say, you know what, screw the pretzel. And then finally, they give me the pretzel. I finally sit down. I miss like a 25 minutes of the movie. Probably the, I heard the beginning is the best part, and I missed all of it. Oh, no. Yeah, so that was great. And then I ate the pretzel, and sure enough, it was still very raw. So uh, I got played every which way possible. <laughs> <laughs> so that was wonderful. I know it's funny. Like it seems that it's fair that Christopher Nolan is the oh is one of the internet's favorite movie filmmakers mm -hmm. if not tim and terry if not him or tarantino like the internet loves him yeah. and he could and the internet could do no wrong no one could do no wrong um like i said i did hear mixed things about it i haven't seen myself but i've seen every single other nolan movie even like if you've seen the prestige is good and uh yeah. memento, memento. Yeah, we watched that in uh miss milne's class in high school <laughs> It's bad deep. That's a hard movie to follow. No, it was a high it was, school brain. It was oh, like a, a film uh, writing about film class, I think. Okay. So, but I think Miss Mill just like literally just loved movies, and she was like, "I I just want to be able to watch films, like have a res uh, res and have a reason to get through it." Yeah, exactly. But I remember watching it. I would have to give it a rewatch and give it like a a non school outlook on it, essentially, because you know when you're watching movies in school, obviously it's cool, but you're always like, "All right, this is class. Like this is a chance for me to go on my phone, you know, yeah. do blah." blah 
blah blah blah like not pay attention you but we get 45 minutes each it takes like yeah. three classes to watch a two-hour movie yeah. Oh, yeah. how far how far can you go with you only watch it like once every three days you know <laughs> so it, it could be it's got it deserves a rewatch but i did see that in high school yeah. i mean it's a scene it's just a mind fucked i've no if you ever seen one of the clips of nolan explaining it on a chalkboard and he just oh, yes. the whole damn thing yes. i'm just like bro i still don't get this oh doesn't he start i think he starts in the center and he does like a line <laughs> here and then he goes back this way and then it comes back to the center like it's this like is the movie yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like some, some absurd, absurd like timeline where everyone's like okay wait no you're gonna have to do that again like it's impossible to understand and like i try to read the plot after and then even the plot itself it was just I don't very gray yeah <laughs> it's just hard for me to get or some people say you should watch it back literally watch it backwards if us, you no you should not do that do not watch it backwards it makes no sense no but um <laughs> oh my god you know one of the things though I was happy to when we talk about favorite actors, you know who, whose actors I'm on the wave now is Robert Pattinson. Oh, I respect really? it. I respect he, it. He really Did the lighthouse turn you over or something? Talk, yeah, you're talking about that. Almost lighthouse. It was Good Boy that turned me over, but definitely the lighthouse was really? just a close. Just a close second, you know, this renaissance he had going to the indie scene after Twilight, mm-hmm. reinvent himself, and then getting into the big budget. Total rebrand, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Probably the best accent guy ever. Yes. yes. Yeah, no, is he English normally? Yep. yep. He is, okay. And I mean, best New York native accent I heard in Good Boy. Um, whatever that Cockney accent in The Lighthouse. <laughs> um, I don't know if you happen to see... Uh, um, what was that from Netflix? Oh, uh, Devil All the Time? Yes. yes. Oh, that's on my yes. watch list as well. Great southern accent, and he's pretty freaky in there. He's just got a crazy range. Boy, don't shoot me. Or like, however <laughs> yeah. he talks or whatever. Yeah, I love it. Like, he's going He's going to get his Oscar. I heard he was going to be uh, Batman as well. Oh, yeah, that's the big thing. He's Bruce Wayne again in this new one. And this, this I don't know if you happen to see that, like, big special trailer. I saw, like, a... V- yeah, I, 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 I think I saw it initially when it came out. It was quick, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it's just like the thing is they did the trailer, and the movie's not complete yet. Yeah, why? Yeah. Why would they, you do they, that? they, they, it. they stole yeah. our thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> I guess it's just to take advantage of a yeah. non-content yeah, right? and an audience point. that's all on their phones right now. Essentially, take advantage of those people and just get the the hype yeah. up. I thought the trailer looked cool, but um, but yeah, like I'm huge on the past wave. Have you seen the lighthouse? You watching that? I have not seen the lighthouse. What's a Timberman want with being a wiki? <laughs> Dude, I I bought it on uh, my Xbox, right? And I st- like I know so I bought it on my Xbox, so I've probably watched it at least like seven or eight times with a different group of people every time, and just watching everyone else watch it. Yeah, and yeah. I st- I still don't know fully what the hell that movie is about. Like, I mean, I guess it's like uh, I think it's about like Greek mythology. Yeah, it's, yeah. It was really deep. Like, like, you know, what drives people crazy at this? If you really? have fever, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, the shoot it's shot in black and white. It's very specific in there. So it's such an artsy fartsy film, for lack <laughs> of a better term to be. But it's really entertaining. I think it's an awesome psychological horror flick. And I felt the same way too. But then I watched this Wise Crack. You know, Wisecrack, the YouTube? No, I, th- I might have. I think so. Great YouTube yeah. channel. They have this, they have one of the um, one of their shows on the channel. It's called Deep or Dumb. And they just break down movies. Oh. Is this deep or dumb? Like Donnie Darko was one. Um, oh. Inception. Like really movies, like mindfuck movies. And they just break it down. Is this just That's deep? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Highly suggested. Like watch it before you go to bed tonight. And uh, 
Yeah, they just, it's probably my favorite uh, analysis channel for that type of. That reminds me of um, on The Office, you watch, you watch The Office, right? Yeah, uh, the I think they have one for deeper, they even do like, um, you know, offbeat stuff too, like comedies. Like really? I think The Office yeah, has a deeper dump. That's pretty cool. I mean, I like the concept, but it, it reminds me of that part um, where uh, Michael like did like on his, before he left, uh, before he left for the Dundies and it's like a video of him impersonating everyone else. And then he's like looking in the mirror and the mirror is looking, it's Michael looking back at him and Oscar's like, part of me wants to analyze it, but I know it has no content. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? so, so it's it a deeper dumb. It's yeah. dumb, likely. <laughs> and another uh, one that I like watching sometimes on YouTube is, uh, I've heard YMS. It's like your movie sucks. Or whatever. I have heard that. Yeah, uh, pretty much. I don't know if you, I've ever told it to you about it, but it's just like a guy who goes on and like kind of craps on the movie the whole time. But then, at, but he does like he'll say some good things about it, but he kind of talks like this and he talks like this the whole time throughout the whole thing. <laughs> and then this is what happens. Yeah, but <laughs> and I don't know what it is, but I really do like enjoy it. And then he'll like give like a rating after. And is it all just it cynical not. stuff? No, no. Well, so he like he does point out bad things about it, but then he'll also he will point out good stuff about it too. But um, I think he'll like also. You know, if like someone, I don't know, like just a tough cookie. Yeah, if someone like let's say someone's sweeping in the background and like you see that they're not sweeping, he's just like this guy's not sweeping, like (laughs) like, stuff like that. Like, Uh, but it 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 is enjoyable. Just looking for things. Yeah. 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 By the way, I just looked up Wisecrack. They don't have a deeper dumb, but they did a video on the office. It's called The Office: How Nonsense Conquered the Workplace. So another video essay with that. But yeah, I I wrote an actual actual. essay on The Office in in college as my twenty page twenty page like uh, was it capstone paper like. To be a communication major, I got an A. Hell yeah, yeah it was a writing about film class. It was a 20-page paper on um, the office, the Americanization of the English versus America, and the concept of irony, like utilizing it. It's pretty. It was pretty cool. I wish I still had it because I don't remember anything that I wrote about. But <laughs> oh yeah, all my deep essays I wrote throughout the years I thought we were badass I can't remember a thing <laughs> yeah that's typically how it goes alright well you know what's, who has a deep or dumb edition you'll find this funny Nicholas Cage's acting is it deep or dumb oh I feel like I've seen at least snippets of this video you think Nicholas Cage's acting is deep or dumb I I don't know I think it's deep I think it's deep key. yeah he, I just think he goes like like I feel like there's movies where you don't need to go as hard for but that I think he goes <laughs> overacting hard for it. Yeah, yeah like there's yeah. There, like, I feel like there's like not money grab movies but there definitely are some movies where it's like alright we know what this is this doesn't need to be like a character study you know what I mean so yeah. I feel like he tries to go maybe too far into it but I think he's very aware of his of how he's perceived you know one thing I think people don't realize Nicolas Cage won a best actor Oscar did he really yeah, for um, what was it? For leaving Las Vegas. It's a it's a one watch movie. It's very sad, but he was great in it. And uh, um, like, what are you know sticking to this? What are some of like other? Do you guys watch any other like, you know, movie themed YouTube channels? Where it's like for me, I like Screen Junkies who does the honest trailers. Oh, oh yes, I, the honest trailers. Those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cinema Sins is great. Yeah, that is that is. I do like that one too. I do. I just I don't really watch too many YouTube trailer thing if i'm if anything i like go on reddit and just yeah that's a good one yeah, too. same just, thing what like movie content i should say yeah, whether YouTube I just, video con- I, I look at like diag- diagnoses and you know analysis and predictions and interpretations of videos and or, or movies and, and tv shows in that manner but i mean i i i probably should check out some of these youtube because some of these ones that you guys are mentioning and i'm like actually drawn into um oh, the wisecrack one yeah, yeah the, deeper, really the deeper really dumb great. one i definitely want to take a look at it's pretty funny 
you know what one wisecrack I watched like a, one in the morning last night um, was try to go to bed. It was it, it fascinated the shit out of me, and it's um it's one on Rugrats, how boomers scarred a generation, wow. and it's like really deep. First of all, I didn't realize. There's so, so a lot of dialogue between the parents in Rugrats that you never notice as a kid, and they just say a lot of adulting jokes that we get, or like, like, did you know what was Angelica's mom's name? Oh, I have no oh. idea. <laughs> I have no I just, idea. I for, in Rugrats, the only thing that always comes to my head is just a noise, and I think it's like of Tommy crying, and he's just like, what you. You hear that, that theme song and you think of childhood. Yeah. I don't know, Jew. But, I mean, her mom worked at a big corporate. She literally worked at a corporation called, her job was The Corp. Like, those are little subtle really? hits over there make it fun. fun. And, honestly, stuff like Wisecrack helps bring that down. And they do it for all our shows. I think SpongeBob is one. Well, I know SpongeBob has always had some adult content and, like, subliminal messages to it. I used to watch those in middle school and think it was, like, the funniest thing. <laughs> it looks like a penis. Like Or, I mean, we know the bikini bottom subtle joke yeah yeah crabby Patty. mr crabs <laughs> sandy cheeks <laughs> i mean they always i think it was originally designed by um the 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 showrunner steven uh steven hellenberg or hellenberg or hellenberg. hellenberg like it was supposed to be probably like an adult swim or comedy central I think show. It was yeah, like the first too. season right that's what i heard but they just got pepper Nick and they totally did a 180. You, yeah. Have you ever found the story? You ever heard the story of how Tom Kenny came up with SpongeBob's voice? No. It's really fascinating. It's on when he went on Mark Maron's podcast, he explained. Uh-huh. But Tom Kenny was a very famous stand up comedian before a voice actor. He auditioned for SNL with David Spade and Rob Schneider. And they picked Rob Schneider and David Spade over him. And he apparently killed it. He apparently killed, like they did at a comedy club, not knowing he was going to do it. And for some reason, they picked him. But, you know, here's another great story of what's ever meant to be happen. And he did he did Ariel Monsters and Rocco's Modern Life. He has the characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rocco, yeah. But then he, five years prior, now five years, that's a long ass time. He went to, he was, it was, he was going to, uh, he was, uh, it was Christmas time goes to the mall and he happens sees a little person acting as an elf and he had a very nasally Spongebob voice like oh they don't pay me enough I hate this shit right here and that voice for some reason stuck in his head and he when they were molding the Spongebob character he remembered that voice from that little person five years prior and look where we are today wow that's and the little kid was laughing. He was like, "Yeah, <laughs> that was weird." I feel like we've had like some. I feel like we've heard people out in the streets are just like little things, and we just derive characters out of them. Yeah, or yeah. like we've just heard like someone say a certain word. Like, who, I feel like we have so many quotes where it's just, well, "Oh, sausage and peppers," or just, like, <laughs> like, just stuff like that. Like we just hear like one person say something in a certain something way. Something small. I mean, that was yeah, that must have been the, you know the comedic timing with that, like those little things. Yeah, yeah. but it's queer. It's it's weird how like our memory like sticks out that I mean that was three word that was the three word impression that has you know stuck in our mind for or what another spongebob joke remember the when he broke down the kill 50 percent weed 50 percent weed oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. With With the, karen uh, oh hell yes, uh, yes. The, the computer wife yeah yeah yes, yes. see yeah 50 percent weed or whatever right yeah, yeah. yeah. oh no 50 percent c 50 percent weed yes. yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah that's for seaweed or um there was one joke where 
SpongeBob confronts Patrick, and Patrick just says, "This is funny now, twenty-five year old, but eight years old didn't know this. So this is what I get for working overtime." <laughs> Dude, there's also one where <laughs> I guess you're gonna miss the panty raid. Oh, what did you say? <laughs> like there is, there's literally some crazy shit that you like. If you go back, there's and then there's that same episode, Mr. Krabs, when they go into the laundromat, he just goes, "Any porn in this store?" <laughs> like he's asking, and they go in the laundromat. Like it's just there's so many like little things. I'm like, how did that even get away? How did they get away with that on Nickelodeon? I mean, they just didn't give a fuck. I guess <laughs> honestly, like you're gonna say no to the SpongeBob to show. Like these guys yeah. bringing you know the most money in of your. They know. Yeah, like they're they're just taking control. I can't tell you I've seen SpongeBob's new episodes now because it's still on the air. But I really wonder if that's if there's. I, don't I doubt know. they have those type of jokes. No, I doubt. I feel like uh, if you think about it too, all the like episodes that we grew up on, that was only like seasons what one through three maybe. True, yeah, true, yeah. yeah. Right. I feel yeah. like even four and after, I'm like, oh, I don't remember this one. Like, yeah, they just have those iconic episodes. I know they're just so the Alaskan that Bullworm. iconic. Remember the Alaskan Bullworm? That was <laughs> fun, one of my favorite. The fun song. Yes. I mean, you could anyone see the campfire song. Yeah. Those were yeah. Anchors. It's just an absolute revolutionary show, and, and they did it in such a short amount of time. It feels like. Cause like three se- three seasons is not. It felt like that show was my whole childhood, you know. Like all those episodes was like ages, you know, like what five to twelve, I think. But it was only three seasons, at least for my remembrance. I could be just yeah. misremembering. And everything. they just, I guess they just spread. It. I think they had a lot more episodes they could do, like a forty episode season, which is unheard of now. Wow. I mean, the Simpsons are still rolling. Yeah, they. As long as you, as long as cartoons don't age, you could keep doing it forever. I would love to do a cartoon. Yes, yes. no, hundred. You know? <laughs> one, if I just knew, but that's another thing. It's just like you need a whole another skill set to even just like to do it on your own. But I mean, if you had the idea and obviously capital and people helping you, but yeah. Yeah, animation, it's amazing. It just is hard and time-consuming. Oh, absolutely. But, like, you know... You could do it. And when we're thinking of, you know, like, skit ideas and things like that, we just... We're so limited in some areas, and I'm like, oh, if only this was a cartoon and we had like someone to do it, like we would not, we could do whatever we wanted. Yeah, like, you know? yes, if, if only I had a thousand pens right yeah. now, like, just for this one little joke, like, an actual skill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like or something like that, but and I could put the head on the clarinet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What were some of those other shows you really between that five to twelve range that you really close your heart? Like for me, uh, Arthur was great. I. Jeez. Oh yeah, Arthur. I used to watch. Uh, honestly, I used to watch a lot of like Boy Meets World. Yeah, Topanga. <laughs> oh wait, I have, a, I have a Boy Meets World episode I have to talk about. Oh, so, okay, yeah. So when I first got Disney Plus, the first show I looked up was Mickey Mouse's Fun House, and they didn't have. I don't know if you remember. Are you that. serious? Come inside. It's fun inside. Exactly. Wow. They didn't have. Oh wait, no wait, oh, wait no, no, not Fun House. No, no, it's you Mickey stop Mouse. Stop guessing and let him say it. <laughs> no, it's House of Mouse. Clubhouse House of Mickey. House of Mickey. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like a nightclub where they were chilling, and it just showed the cartoons. Come on, you're all Yeah. That was really good. They just didn't have it, though. But, um, <laughs> What's your major? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, House of Mouse, right? It's so then the other ones I I the other very shows I did Boy Meets World I come across this episode and it's just like a Boy the, Meets World yeah I come across this I had the title just cracked me up and I had to watch it so long story short Topega and uh, and um, Corey are broken up and this is the first episode. And then you go, she, he, they go to a party, you know, the, whatever, the 90s TV show party. Right, they're yeah. just dancing around. Solo cups in a keg, yeah. <laughs> and then you see uh, 
Corey Shaw go to the house like, yo, Sean, look what I got. And it's just some handle of whiskey. And it's like their first episode of drinking, like introducing alcohol. Oh, yeah. And then you hear the... You slow down, Corey. <laughs> and then you hear the... um, And then you hear the... the uh, studio always say oh uh, i just couldn't crack up like this is probably people's first introduction to seeing people drinking stuff <laughs> cory got fucked up that night like, <laughs> yeah like i was just, and just uh, that like takes you to another thing of that's so raven um remember when they had the juicer on or whatever yeah, I remember it was like the juicer. Yeah, it was like the book. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah you yeah, kind of yeah. look like the juicer right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, you're right. Honestly, you're right. I don't know why. I, I can just picture the hat me, and yeah. the hair. Yeah. What's that? And I, I remember like Corey's girlfriend was smoking cigarettes at the time. Oh. And I remember Disney Channel went all out. Yeah. Man. And like I was like, damn, like she's in like seventh grade. Like I haven't even touched a girl yet. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I've only hugged my mother. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, so, they made it seem like you need it. You must get your first kiss by fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. fall in love by fifth grade. Yeah. And, like, I love you. Yeah, it's like, I'm just worried about, like, did my mom pack my gushers? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, and I just remember he, like, grabs the cigarette thing and, like, squeezes it and, like, a whole bunch of black tar comes out and I just remember being, like, so vivid and, like, the whole, uh, I don't know, just like, anti-whatever, but I'd, I'd say a show, though, for me, though, for, like, I guess the 5 to 12 range was Even Stevens. Oh, yeah. That, uh, easily oh, yeah. my favorite show. Look how far they've gone. Oh, Sh- my God. Shia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Yeah, man. Like, I love that guy. Like, Must do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what's crazy about Shia LaBeouf? He is genuinely a good actor when he wants yeah. to turn it on. Yeah, he's really good. Have you seen uh, The Peanut Butter Falcon? No, I have to. It's so on bad. I think it's free on yeah, Amazon on Prime, Prime now. Yeah. It's on DVD. Did I it's not look at that to you? No. Oh, I watched it uh, yeah. on Amazon. Uh, it's not like a crazy good movie, but Shia, I really like Shia. Yeah. yeah. I think the story. Oh, yeah, me too. The story's like, eh. It's like, it's pretty good, but it's like, Shia is really the one who just carries the whole thing. I think we talked about it, but I really like Honey Boy. <laughs> Honey Boy. I still right. have to see Honey, Honey Boy. Boy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I have to just show you this clip. Guess who guest starred in an episode of Boy Meets World? I do him. You must be Frankie the uh, Enforcer. Not me, Joey, because let's face it, you know, I'm the oh, the brain. big dude? Uh, oh, I mean, he's right here. It's funny, his head's really behind, but you'll see. Like, the big dude? It's Adam oh, Scott. Oh, Adam Scott. Oh, Here's Scott. Are you, look at him. He looks all buttered up. What a young boy. Yeah, right? Oh, he's the new Harley, right? Dude, this is blowing my mind right now. Oh, my God. Right? I can't believe this. In here. I think this is one of his very first roles. Yeah. He looks so young. Even younger now, huh? Dude, I know. He doesn't age. I know. That guy, well, I don't know. How was he now? Like 40 or something like that? Or I, I have no idea. Him and like Paul Adam Rudd. Scott is... Uh, Paul Rudd's also a great dude. Well, Harley, I guess we have nothing to fight about anymore. Dude, I didn't even realize <laughs> he was in that. the same voice, though. Yeah, it's the same exact <laughs> voice. He's 47. He's like the new... He was the new Harley in that in that show. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize that. There's so I feel like there's so many little guest appearances on shows like that that oh, we don't even realize. Right. Like if you look back on it. Also, just love. I just also love Keenan and Kel and all that Amanda show. I mean, all of them really. Man, please. <laughs> <laughs> yo, some other things I want to talk. Yo, all right. So I wrote a bunch of like just random talkers just to like bounce off of these. However, right. Yo, how you feel about Jim Hardos? 
Jim Hardo. Who is Jim Hardo? Jim Hardo. He produced the. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it was that fitness movie. You know Jim Hardo's. You know. he, he was actually the showrunner of Boy Meets World. But I'm talking about those people at the gym. They whether they they're just go hardos. hard, go hard, take long. That's pretty much. Describe me anyone who annoys you at the gym or working out. Well, I would have to work out for that. To yeah. Be <laughs> no, um, no, I mean, obviously, hardos are always going to be hardos. Uh, the, the only thing that really annoys me about people is when they try to utilize two machines at once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 I'm using that. I'm like, well, no, no, you're using that one. He's like, oh, well, I'm using both. I'm like, oh, I didn't know your arms were like elastic and you can go, you know, from window to window in this place. You don't have to get to occupy two. Fantastic. Four lady. lady. Yeah. <laughs> Same in like the benches at a gym. Like, so we're trying to use, I will say, like, last, two weeks ago, I tried to go in there. This, this Amazon woman. Oh, claiming to uh, take this you know when you like talk to someone it's like do I want to get in a confrontation with them yeah, the next? yeah, yeah. it was one of those and I just, yeah. even though I could definitely put a little effort to win the argument I just I don't want to I don't want to be that guy yeah, I, I honestly, I can't picture you like confronting like someone like that. I feel like you're like too nice of a guy to like, I feel like I'm, you, you might have a side that we don't know yeah. about, but get off the fucking machine. <laughs> <laughs> Local man, outrageous <laughs> at Planet Fitness. Nicest guy in town, Matt Brown, gone rogue. <laughs> it's like flipping off in the mugshot. Yeah. <laughs> My answer to that is it, um, I do what I have to do when need be. Like, um, damn, that's some, that's some baller shit. Yeah. <laughs> I do what I have so to we, do. We have to be very even to. in this world. Um, yeah, another thing, right? Yo, can you tell me? You guys like to whenever you can boogie down, dance, all that. Yo, tell me a good ass dance story. Whether it was you at an event, you just broke it down at the bar. You just, uh, I don't know, you did it at a Yankee game. Uh, <laughs> I can think of one for you. Which one? Uh, at the Sea Grape. <laughs> What did I do? Uh, I'm trying <laughs> to Yeah, I, can, if you game. had a different one, I would. I no, would tell the that. other ones I don't think are safe. Not safe for work. I, that's like, what I. Yeah, no, neither's the sea grape one. I, sea, I think. Tell me what I did at the sea grape. Because I, that one's not safe for work either. I whisper in my ear real quick. <laughs> I have because one I don't want to say, but I. Why not? I because it's not really a dancing story, but like I, it was probably one of my. I I'm not gonna get into it because I'm not gonna tell it. But what, what was the sea grape? Just remind me of it. Remind me of it. You uh, you were dancing yeah. with uh, a, a woman <laughs> who was r- rather large. Okay. <laughs> do you remember that? I kind of do. Yeah, yeah. I kind of do. Yeah. But you were like going in. Oh, yeah. It was the more dedication, the funnier yeah. it is, honestly. That's, <laughs> like, that's exactly. my opinion. Uh, honestly, I, I could tell a similar story yeah. like that. I'll yeah, tell you right yeah. after this. My, the other story I was thinking of is kind of similar to similar that. Similar to that? Yeah, it was like. <clears throat> so I. Oh, I don't know if I should tell it. <laughs> So I was I went to this like telly in Shelton like a hotel party. Oh, yes. and I was the. For those who don't know, explain what a telly is. Yeah, so a telly yeah. is like a hotel party. Someone rents out a hotel and then just invites a bunch of people over and doesn't care what happens to damages or whatever. I mean, I because w- I, I went to NCC for a little bit, so that's all there was to do was like people would just have telly. So like, I would be like, all right, yeah, I'll go. I went with like my friend Dante and a bunch of my friends at the time. And we would just go, and it's like, you know, you do what you do at a party in a hotel room, pretty much. So I was outnumbered. Uh, I, let's just say I was I was in the minority of people there, of, like, my race. And nothing wrong with that, but I think... You, know, you were the only white kid. Yeah, yeah. I think it just adds, it adds to the, makes, makes it funnier, funnier yeah. because, I, you know, <laughs> odds are stacked against me. 
And so I I kind of was just sitting on this couch and I was, you know, minding my own business and like they had like all these songs come on and everything and everyone was kind of like losing their shit and no one knew me there except for like I had like three good friends and like the rest of it was like their friends and like Shelton people and all that stuff and not really people I knew. So I'm sitting down and something goes on, like a song comes on and like something pops off and then like this like another large woman comes over to me and I'm like sitting down on the couch and one thing led to another and like next thing i know she's like we're dancing like i'm like yeah like while i'm sitting on the couch and like everyone's losing their shit and i was just like <laughs> I, yeah it's like, it's like everyone's like, going crazy and, at, and i was like you know go what tree, yeah like go, go i was tree. like you know what? i have to step it up so i yeah, i started sorry. like you know standing up and shit <laughs> and, like, every, like, I try, anything i saw from a video of like someone quote-unquote killing it with dancing with someone like i was just trying to recreate it and it it worked, and it was probably one of the proudest moments of my life. Beca- or not, just dancing moments. God, that'd be sad. Yeah, <laughs> dancing opportunity. Yeah, because everyone, I would just like to make people laugh, and everyone thought it was funny, and like it wasn't disrespectful. Like I was, you know, just bought into it. We're so. just killing it. Yeah, yeah. So it was. It was just. I would say that was like one of the funniest, like, fun dance stories of my that. life. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you. So like, um, so. I have my buddy Sam, right? One of the funniest dudes I know. And we were a bunch of a few of us out. It was me, him, and our other buddy Jordan. And we go out to Stanford, do the Stanford thing. You know, the bars closed in the pre-COVID world, two in the morning. We were cool with the- Fuck, I miss those times. Jesus. Right. And, I, you know, one of the- you know, some people like to go to just across the just to, to go over the bridge and go to Portchester or go to New York because there are bars close here at two. New York they close at four. Mm-hmm. So um, this is so the way that we got transported. This is two in the morning. And I, I'm so mad. I agree. I knew when they when they offered this idea. I know, just knew this is going to be stupid. <laughs> so we go. So it's like, yeah, come through. We'll put you in the bed of the truck. Nice. Oh, my oh my god, god. to so, to Portchester over the merit. So it's I have the actual Snapchat videos of it. What time uh, of the night was it? Two in the morning. Oh. It was me, Sam, and Jordan, and we're in the bed of the truck riding. We're on the highway. Oh my god. I mean, I'm thinking the whole time, just bad idea, bad idea. Any buzz or litness I had was gone. If somebody, Fair I mean, enough, yeah. where do I go? Pull over? Where do I go? Accident? Everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, we miraculously get back. This is our buddy, the hardest part, one of the hardest parties animals I know is Vinny Hackett, and we went with his buddies, and we go to, I don't know why, the, the Port Chester bar we picked was just the most towny, rundown. Port Chester bar. Yeah. You know, like, I think. A hole in the wall. It, yeah. it was literally, no one was, everyone was over 40, there was plenty of people, of course, I'm just like, what the fuck? We, like it's gonna cost a sixty dollar Uber, and the thing Jordan is was very rich. I mean, he still is very wealthy at the time, and I was just honestly baking on him to, to just handle it. Yeah. Just handle oh, it. Yeah, I got idea, you. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So thinking of funny things to do, Sam's still wilding out this, and we just see. I just see <laughs> see this woman eyeing Sam down like eye candy. Maybe this. <laughs> I could have been a better friend in this opportunity. I just pushed, yo, Sam, go with that. And then this woman bear hugs him. And he's so lit. And he's dancing with this woman. And I, and oh my God, to see them together, it was like watching like a cat and a dog fight, but like bouncing around. And he doesn't realize what's going on right here. It's just, oh my God. And then, you know, you put him in that position. 
Yeah, but he didn't mind. He's not mad. He's put me in plenty of awkward positions. So he's put me in plenty of positions with older women that didn't want to dance. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just have to. You know what I mean? Because then it's a story. You know, and then. I mean, Sam, with everything, I remember once down in the city in these village, you ever heard of 13th Step? I mean, I thought it was the, isn't it? I thought it was like the program that we did. Yeah, the 12-step program. That's the 12-step. So this is the 13th step. It's the Lord's program. What was the program we did at St. Jerome's? 14 14 steps. steps. Too many many steps. Have you seen the movie 15 steps? It just keeps getting crazy. I just remember once this, he was wearing this cloud chicken, and I just see this girl looks like Miss Piggy, him just chilling, and she didn't give a fuck. He's just, I'm just drunk as fuck, and she just takes Sam, and then I take on his mouth, and I lost my oh shit my God. because, you know, like I knew this wouldn't be a thing <laughs> if uh, he was comprehending what was going on. She gave him a martini, and he was sipping on it. But can, like, can I ask? Is this Sam Genovese? No, no, oh. no. This is my buddy Sam Charlie, uh. and um, and uh. <laughs> And then the this is the the funny part of the story is uh I see this I see you definitely see her friend she's marching I just might as well see you know she's in her her bar outfit yeah. what I call um I could just see the Steve coming out she pushes him and she just goes have my friends in the military <laughs> <laughs> you see. <laughs> That's what she said to him. What did he say? <laughs> when he passed off, he got like, what was going on? But hear this. <laughs> Bro, having a boy from the military, five minutes later, she's with another dude in the corner. I, uh, I was I was looking yeah, for you her. Should, you should have walked over. <laughs> My friend's in the military. My friend's in the military. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to find a phrase like, yo, your friend, I was just, like, for somebody who's, who is, uh, you know, doing his duty for his country, this girl's doing this, her duty for whatever. Her boyfriend's on the military. <laughs> Seriously. It's a shame that, that I feel like there's a lot of stories with um, girls like that, too, where their boyfriends are in the military and they just don't give a hoot. I think... I think it's like it's almost like if you're in a military relationship and you're like 22 years old, it's like guarantee that like the motherfuckers are getting uh, married within the year. It's yeah. Like, oh well, because there's crazy benefits with it. It's like this isn't World War Two times anymore. Okay, you got you can. See, I'm being drafted to the war. Yeah. It's like oh, I don't know if I'll ever see you again. It's like no, you'll probably be stationed up like in another country just chilling. Like you'll be <laughs> back. Don't worry, you're gonna be gone for a year. And like it's like everyone just gets married. It's like I don't understand it. I just I don't know. Every time any time i see someone get into a relationship and the other person's in the military i'm just like all right well let's see where this they're goes. wiped up and they're gonna move to kentucky <laughs> let's see what the kid has yeah they're gonna move to texas yes. in like two like, years must really be in love yeah like <laughs> i don't know that oh, her boyfriend's in the military and no transition to that right we uh <laughs> yeah we we went to st Jerome's church yes we did we got our props from the lord Good old Father Dave days. Of course, of course. Man. Hello, brother. Yo, just that time. Can you tell me, uh, you could tell me, can you tell me some just funny, just some of the funny shit that happened all those times there? In church? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, as soon as we talked about the 14 step thing, <laughs> I thought of you innocent puppy. My innocent puppy. Yeah, you, what, you what remember that? that, that? Where yeah. you were playing, what? oh, what was the character that you played? So we did a, but so yeah, so we did this, we did this um, 
we did this uh, this play to represent the 14 steps, 14... Right, of uh, before Easter, you know, how he... I think it was like how he rose from how the dead. How he rose from the dead, you know, greatest uh, comeback story of all yeah. time. <laughs> that, Besides the 3-1 win, uh, Cavs win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you played... Uh, I was Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate, yeah. Who, um, Crucified. Yep. I uh, said to Jew- him. Jesus, excuse me. Told him you dead, right? Yeah. yeah. As a, as a he, he put the Glock to his mouth and he said, "Boy, you better get on your knees." <laughs> <laughs> you the go, Lord, you go, you go to the cross, yeah. motherfucker. So- <laughs> 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 going on the cross, motherfucker. <laughs> True story. That's what they said in the. That's yeah, what that the was a direct. Said. That was. It wasn't an edit, or like from the directors or anything. But uh, so the essentially, you know, Matt goes through this whole song about you know uh, why he should be crucified, and the song's about to end, and at the end, he's supposed to smack Jesus Christ and call him an innocent puppet because, you know, he's just getting, Uh-oh. you know, the strings. Yeah. And so Matt being the sincere, genuine person he is, just, I guess it was a Freudian slip where he's just like, you innocent puppy. And <laughs> well, everyone was just like, no, Matt. It wasn't, it wasn't, a it wasn't slip. live. It wasn't live, which it was a rehearsal. Yeah. It, it wasn't a slip. It was a dare. So would dare. Oh, so would dare. Oh, oh, Kevin Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. I did that. And I was like, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> What are they gonna do? I thought it was a slip. Oh, okay. oh no, no, I did it as you a innocent joke. puppy. <laughs> Yo, you want to know? I gotta. No, no, I, I, honestly, I question it. You guys are always older than me, so I like. I think I came in towards the tail end, so I like missed it all. But I mean, did you do the the play? I did it one year. I, I almost didn't uh, get my. Confirmation. Yeah, they, almost, they didn't want your to Lord diploma. To you do all that. They work thought I was a child of the devil. Like, <laughs> I, like I swear to God, though. Like, they, I, because I remember, like the, I did the thirty-hour famine. Like, I, yeah, did, yeah. I, I got a famine story after yeah, this. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And then, so I did the thirty-hour famine. I did like all my service hours and everything I needed to do. But there was one trip that was like, you go away in the summer to a like a house or something like. Oh, that. Emmaus. Yeah, Emmaus. Emmaus. Yeah, it had the weird Emmaus. name. Emmaus yeah, was dope. Emmaus was pretty I was, dope. I was like yeah. amazed. That's like. So amazing. it's amazing. Yeah, so I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't go on it because I was like going on vacation. You know what I mean? Like I was. Like, I was. I can't. I, yeah. I can't accept the Lord. I need to get my tail. Yeah, like, yeah, I was like. Literally. I was like, dude. Like, I don't know. My parents planned for this. I didn't like. I'm just here. I have no this. say. I'm 13. Yeah, like, I was like. <laughs> I was like, geez, like I'm sorry, Father. Like, so sorry, sorry Mr. Callahan. Yeah. So yeah. No, literally. And then so they didn't like didn't want me to graduate or do whatever get confirmed yeah so I mean to be did you screw the, the like priest. did you screw people <laughs> over <laughs> you should have said something like yo you know what I'll go in Protestant yeah, now like, yeah right you should I'm transferring I should just sort of be like, <laughs> just like you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. I don't like this room but I mean to be fair though I will say I I think her name was Pat yeah. Oh yeah, she's yeah. A, she, she was, was a sweetheart. Yeah, and I she was a sweetheart and but you fucked if up, she's yeah. listening to this, I am sorry. But <laughs> she's probably not. So it was I came in, I went to All Saints for nine years. So I came, when I came to Norwalk High, I didn't have like many friends. So like I in with this like group, uh it was like James Campbell, Taylor Persons, Megan Gilio, like all these like people from Norwalk who like I was kind of starting to get to know popular kids. Yeah, like starting to get to know more. The yeah. cool kids. Yeah, the cool kids. Yeah. So <laughs> I yeah, so I just kinda I, I don't know. I, I would make jokes in, like, I if there was a funny instance, I would, like, act upon it. You know what I mean? And It was a chance to perform for a social setting. Yeah. Pat was not knocking me down, and I needed to be knocked down and maybe slapped around a little bit, but she wasn't doing it, so I would just go full on. Push the, push the envelope. Yeah, I was like, let yeah. me see how far I can go with this. So... <laughs> 
there would literally be times where we would have like two hour classes and it would be an hour and 45 of me having the other kids crying because I was just like saying funny stuff and yeah. and Pat was just sitting there like and like, oh, I feel, dude, she's yeah. so and sweet. And I trust me, You're... I feel so bad, and I really regret it. <laughs> you should write her an apology. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I would wear these shirts that like were like graphic tees that would you know say like American Eagle or the Gap. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like you know, Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like one of them was like LMFAO, and there's a picture of a guy's like ass on the ground, and like <laughs> so, and like you go to church with that. Yeah, yeah, I do. I would. That was the thing. And so they like almost they almost didn't want me to graduate, and then I or you know get oh like the intimate confirmation classes. Yeah. Yes, like the tiny groups. No, no, I'm talking like the tiny groups that you get with. And then I remember I had to come in and literally just talk with uh, Pat Callahan, one of the Callahans and the priest. And it was the night the Giants played the Green Bay Packers, the night that they were like 16-1 and in the playoffs, the year we won the Super Bowl. Okay, so we'd be there, Rodgers in there. And I literally was just like, they're making me miss the this fucking game for this shit. Like, I don't even want to do this shit anymore. Well, to be fair, you made you yeah, no, yeah. To, yeah, but like, I don't know, you know what I mean? So that was my Emmaus or whatever, you know. Kind of and story. that's why Tree's not allowed back at St. Yes, Jerome's. That, yeah, that's why, that's why he's a Buddhist now. Yeah, that's, why, that's why my skin burns when I walk into a church now. So. Dude, I have two plagues with church. Like, okay, before I came story. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know what thing I asked Father Dave was? I do the same thing. Just any chance I can be funny, I can. I wonder if I asked Father Dave, just to make people laugh, hey, Father Dave, is it a sin to listen to Metallica? <laughs> I actually asked him that. He said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, what, what if he was just like, he was just like, rock on, my lord. Yeah, rock he was just like, yes, you need, or no, yes, it is a sin you need to listen to Van Halen instead. <laughs> <laughs> Metallica's for pussies. Yeah, like, <laughs> So I can't understand, man? Yeah. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> That's like, great. That was really great. Oh, and my my famine story, bro. It's another. Um, I'm gonna eat this up. So, mm-hmm. three hour famine. Don't eat for thirty days. And that's, oh, sorry, thirty, 30 hours. hours. And we still have thirty hours. Yeah. Uh, don't eat, and then you know that's it. <laughs> you know, you know, it was just so. I remember they cramp us in the rooms, rooms to sleep. They were sleeping bags. I remember people would be drinking, oh, I got some Oreos. <laughs> oh, yeah, people were sneaking. People didn't give a fuck. I, I remember <laughs> I snuck in Swedish fish and it got it got out there that I snuck them in. It <laughs> got so out. It, yeah, and it was funny because Nick Lantman came up and walked up to me and it was like he was like a drunk uncle because he was just so hungry. And he, like, I remember us being outside, like tossing the frisbee and just goes, Tree, for the love of God, give me those Swedish fish. And I, <laughs> I, 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 I was like, yeah, me being two years younger, I'm like, oh hell yeah! Like, here you go, like here, here you go, Mr. Lantman. Yes, Mr. Lantman. He gave me the nickname Tree too, so shout out to him for that. But yeah, he actually just DM'd me right before this of the story, and he said a podcast with Matt Brown that sounds electric. Yeah. Oh, so bro. I'll send him. I'll, I'll send him confirmation after that we mentioned him. So yeah, man, I'd like to get back in touch with him. He's an awesome, dude. Yeah, good dude for sure. And um, yo, so thirty hour fame and trying to be funny again. So they had the karaoke. That was the big night before we did all the more praying, right? Do your karaoke. Yeah, that's that's. This is what they do to make it fun, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so you're not just praying all weekend. And <clears throat> song I picked another dare was uh, my humps. Uh, I had no idea how dirty the song actually was. Really? Like, you hadn't heard it? No, I just heard the my humps part. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't enough for you to be like, no, I'm not going to sing this at a church retreat. <laughs> And then I remember just singing the lyrics. Let me let me go. Let me mind if I just pull up the lyrics real quick. 
Ouch. You know, saying lyrics stuff like, um, I drive these suckers crazy. I do it on the daily. You're gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk. I'm gonna get you, get you drunk, get you drunk on my lady hump. And when I say stuff, they say, love my ass in seven jeans, true religion. I say no. And I said this at a religious event. True religion, bro. And then, um, more of that jug, you know, how much they're going to humping, caring to be sharing, wearing a fly. Then I remember the the people looked like that. I was the devil, like, scared shitless. <gasps> Turn this off! Oh, Turn no, this they off! cut you off. Cut me off right in the middle of it. Oh, man. That's pretty fun. I, I feel like I remember that. I, I did a 30-hour famine, too. Was it, like, would, would you get, like, pink or purple shirts or something like that? I think that sounds familiar. Yeah. I think the purple ones sound familiar. Yeah, I think I might have been there for that. Oh, you saw me get I uh, remember get ousted. Yeah, yeah, I kind of remember something like that. But it, it was your legend for that, honestly. But yeah, I mean, that. yeah, no, I had a great time doing that. Yeah. Heck of a time, shit. Yo, you know, you, you guys were doing the impressions before, and you're really great at it. I know it's a... Who are some of your favorite impressions you guys like to do, if anything? Or is it just uh you know, I mean, I, I honestly, for me personally, my favorite to do are like my friends, you know, yeah, just because <laughs> I feel like it just hits harder with the people I'm like directly with. Um, all the great impressionists say it all starts with the impressions with their friends, whether yeah. Jim Carrey's and the Eddie Murphy's of the world. Seriously, though, I was I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I'm like, I'm okay. I have some pretty good ones, but I think. Tree, honestly, you blow me out of the water. You can do these weird voices that like no one even has. It's literally Jim Carrey. Yeah, man. it's You're very, like it's very impressive. Spot on. I, I appreciate it. I, I don't know. I mean, I'd say like the impressions I can do best are definitely the ones with my friends or uh, people around Norwalk, like Mike Powers, Luke Schwartz. Yeah. Very like, like kind of like Connor Melendez. I remember yeah. Mike Powers, bro. Like, like he. So once, so it's like weird, like. When I get like an impression, like in my head, like I'll like hear it, like a person say something, and it'll just stick in my head, like in the way that they said it. And say that thing that you said just the way you said it. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I remember it was, uh, it was my freshman year of uh, NCC, and we went to, <clears throat> we went to this like random place. We went to some random place to smoke. You know, uh, and it was late at night. I wasn't sure if I could say that. Yeah. Um, oh, you could say it. You could, uh, yeah. There's plenty. We all support our We are very 420 friendly. 420 so friendly. I, right. I went to go smoke, and it was like a packed car. It was like me, Nicole Chandler, Mike Powers, I think Dan O'Brien. It was just a ragtag group of people. Yeah, like, and we were packed in her. Son of my ragtag girl. Yeah. Oh, great, great song. And so we're all packed in this car, and like, so we're, I think, I want to say we're at like, uh, apartment complex kind of hotel thing smoking at like a bench and it was just like it looked secluded kind of you know what I mean and then we you know realized over time like hey this maybe this is actually pretty like hot boy so yeah so one guy yeah so one guy comes home and he pretty much parks like right in front of where we are and like, <laughs> like it's like the, there's like you know the tall bushes that are like behind it so we're kind of like alright we need to get the hell out of here so I think as we're like getting back to the car the guy's like trying to say something to us and we're just like, yo, get in the car, just get in the car, get in the car. So we, yeah, we finally get in the car. Mike's in the front seat, and he just rolls down the window and just goes, "Hey, sir, suck my dick." <laughs> and it, I just, it couldn't leave my head, and it just stayed there forever. And I, it just formulated an impression from that, and just like kind of got like his, like what he does, like how he walks, and just certain stuff that he does. 
and the pigeon toes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, like I wish, like you know, I was friends with like you know Denzel Washington, or you know what I mean. So like I could study okay. him. You know what All I mean? Right. Like I, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah, I definitely think it's yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I, I mean, like as far as famous actors go, like oh, I can't even name famous ones. I can do. Yeah, it's almost like when it comes to me, it'll just it'll just come naturally. Yeah, could you do Arnold impression? Oh. I don't think you got I don't I don't think I can do the Arnold too much. Nah, I, I don't know. I don't really like that one. I mean, who, who? I, I I could do an okay uh, Donald Trump. I almost said Mr. Trump. Trump's probably like my go-to just because it's like Could you do that Trump impression? Many people want to know what I say and it's probably in their best interest. The people will tell you, everyone will tell you, the camera will tell you. Camera's looking at me right now. Get this person out of here. Get him out. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to win. And we're going to win hard. <laughs> probably. <laughs> that's my, that's probably my, probably my best. It's probably my best. I'm one. trying to think. I can't like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, you, you can do a, uh, I mean, uh, do you do a Jack Sparrow? No, I think you do that one better. We've got to get the gifts. I've got a job to it. I guess Jesse Pinkman I used to be able to do yeah, a lot No, your Jesse Pinkman's yeah. definitely Jesse good. Jesse Pinkman? Oh, yeah. don't get us started on Breaking yeah. Bad. It's like, like, yo, Mr. White's like, we can't cook this crystal, bitch. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> like, it was like, I, and it was weird because like I formulated that from um, Vine. So someone on Vine did an impression. Did an impression. I had never seen Breaking Bad before. Oh, so <laughs> you didn't. You just did. Yeah. The thing. So I started doing this impression for my friends Jack and Sam Patterson, and they were like, "Yo, like that's really good. Like you watch Breaking Bad. Like let's talk about it." And I was like, "Oh, actually, I don't." But like I need to start it, so I started watch it, loved it of course, and that's how like I got my Jesse Pinkman one. Let's say, do you like do Mr. Walter White? White? Jesse, yeah, I don't know. He's we just... need to cook. <laughs> God damn it, Jesse! The methylamine won't stop yeah. flowing. I don't know why he's an English yeah. accent there, but <laughs> God damn it, Jesse! Yeah, you do. You did yeah. a pretty funny like physical Gus Fring one time. Oh yeah. It was <laughs> 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 wait, 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 so what's your Gus Frig? <laughs> it's very subtle. It's very subtle. When he walked, oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. no, don't even oh, say yeah, it. Never mind, never mind. But, yeah. No, we can have a spoiler. Spoiler. All right, spoiler. All right so when, when he comes out of the, gets blown up, when the guy's like, <laughs> yeah, like, no! Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then the thing blows up. He walks out. Half his face is blown such a off. badass. Ass. Yeah, and then yeah. pissing myself that I don't know more impressions. Like, like on the spot, but yeah. like I feel you, you do a pretty good Rogan too. Did you do really? a Rogan? I did a Rogan. Did I really? Oh, oh Seth Rogen. I was oh, talking I Joe. Joe. I was like, Rogan. what the hell? Oh. I was like, <laughs> my Joe Rogan is just like is his laugh. It. He just puts his head up like a violin. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. He does do that a little bit. Yeah. He just puts his head up like, oh, violently, so no matter what. what. what? The, uh, like, I don't know. He's just- Jamie, pull that up. That's my Joe Rogan. <laughs> um, I, I can do like kind of a Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just love that. And I'm walking down the street, and there's a guy. He's not wearing a mask. What's the matter with him? You gotta be wearing a mask. <laughs> What is with these people that walk around and they don't have masks on? <laughs> I've got to know. I'm trying to look at the wall. <laughs> Just get some inspiration. Yeah, like I really. You know, could you do a LeBron one? I like the people who do like the Snapchat. Like, <laughs> Hit the roly so with the roly on. <laughs> yeah, like that. I do like that. Oh, I, get, I think I kind of have a Kendrick Lamar. Yo, wait, a Kendrick Lamar? Oh, yeah, Kendrick like, is good, yeah. It's like, more, get on the floor, 
you paladies, 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 water seeds, holly seeds, Kendrick. Wig and Mortis, very high. I don't know. It's like it's no, very. Yo, like, you do um, you do uh, a lot of NBA ones too. Oh yeah, I I can do uh, yeah yeah, or or uh, Ernie Johnson, and then go on over to uh, Allen, his three pointer, bang! <laughs> Tie game with five <laughs> seconds remaining. Bang! Won't go. Rebound, Bob. Won't go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. And then, have you ever played uh, NBA 2K? Of so you know when uh, they like you're doing the you're doing the interviews after the game yeah. and you're choosing the answers. Yeah. You do you did a Shaq uh, response to one. of Yeah, so Shaq asked a question and like about being a freak, and he just goes, "Hey, freak! Rawr! You were great out there. I think they, barbecue chicken. Yeah, was that 2019 2K? Oh, uh, it might have been 2019. Yeah, yeah. That, like that one thing. It was just where he goes, "Hey, freak!" Rawr! Like that would just always stick like in the head too. I, I I did the I did the McConaughey before. It's not great, but I just like the way he says like hero. And I say, who's your hero? I say it's me in ten years. He said, have you you gonna get there? Not even close. <laughs> He's got like a, a flat whistle. Yeah. Yo, could you do any like of the cartoon characters? Could you do a oh, Peter you Griffin do, or you did a Peter? Yeah, well, I wish. Uh, I I uh, like a friend or uh, oh, I can do a Marge. Simpson. Oh, yeah. homie. Oh, homie. You're, sc- <laughs> you're scaring Lisa. <laughs> but Marge. Marge. Uh, and then, uh, I'm trying to think. I think that's it. I want to say, Peter, I used to I do, I do. used to be able to do when I was like younger. I feel like uh, a lot of impressions. Oh, my God. Herbert the Pervert. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first ever impression. That was my first yeah. impression, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Come on over, go some popsicles, Chris. I need those strong arms. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then there's an ice cream truck that rides down the street. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. I think that's a. I think that's like the, the top dodge one. Can you do any other like? Presidents, like, could you do a Nixon? A- Dude, we were talking about the one before. I can't remember who it was. It's President. I think it's President Nixon. Did we do a- Nixon is like, I am not a crook. Yeah. The American president people need to know their president's not a crook. I'm not a crook. Yeah, that's that's. I've only like ever heard. I've never like actually listened to Nixon talk. Like, I, that's the only thing I've ever heard. Yeah, though, he does like, the, is, like, guys, like the hands up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, babe, yeah. I don't have any armpits. Oh, no, you're good. No, no, you're good. Yeah. It's um, oh, dude. But I, I can only think of Caliendo's. I am not here. I like melon. Yeah, I did not sleep with that. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Uh, and I think, I don't know, that might be it for president. Yeah, I feel like. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Georgie>. Strategizers. <laughs> It's a nuclear option that we need to uh, <laughs> utilize. Learn about science and nucleic acid. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy stuff, <laughs> man. It's cuckoo. Yeah. It's cocoa for cuckoo puffs. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Impressions, especially like when on the spot, I feel like for me are very. Because yeah. like I feel, I feel like I have so many that I can do, but I just you just have to hear you just have to hear the mention or reference, and then you just go in. Come off like like a list, you know. One time I had a really good Charles Barkley, and then I I never oh, you could do a Charles Barkley. I never Barkley. like really fa- I, it was like weird. It's good. It's I good. never found it it's again. Good. It was, it's good. Do it. Round, uh, it's uh, it's Rick. 
Yeah. Uh, what are you What are you saying, Chad? I can't even. Ryan Brown is a knucklehead. He should use a brain enhancing drug instead. And that, that's all I really said. And then, <laughs> bars. Yeah. Bars. One time I uh, I remember I was at. What you say? What you say, Josh? It was one o'clock in the morning, and I was at a red light with my buddies, and we were leaving my friend Dante's house, and I just like. I don't know what it was, but it made me say something in a Charles Barkley voice, and I, I remember I said it, and it was, yeah, like it was weird. I like, it, I didn't feel like Charles Barkley, but it was like when I said it, I was like, where the fuck did they? Like, it was like, you embo- like yeah, you get embodied. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Those are always the best impressions that come yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, and like my sister's a big, uh, hey, do this impression for me on the spot, like. Yeah. Yeah, and like I'm just like, okay, there's 15 people here. Like everyone's like, oh yeah, that was all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it's like, and it's like, no, I'm telling you, it's really good. And then you do it, and then everyone's like, oh. yeah, she oversells it, yeah. and then you got to perform. Yeah, it's like you get in your own head, and you're like, if you're telling, you, know, you got to do it yourself. You got to, you know, yeah. I yeah, and like also just love like you know just doing like southern like just like just it's like molasses yeah, rolling off yeah, well, you gotta come down here and we're gonna listen oh, yeah it's like or yeah it's like oh, yeah like joe exotic here now the best tigers in all the u.s of bay i'm never gonna recover financially. oh i'm never gonna recover from this financially <laughs> <laughs> so i guess that's it for the you know i mean what's the matter with this podcast yeah i'll have a list next time yeah. Oh, seriously, that. Do you like you Jay Farrow? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, he just goes. He's got the voice. I mean, his Stephen A. Yeah. Oh, I, I can kind of do a Stephen A. Not really though. I ain't gonna lie to you. The brother can ball. We know this. This ain't new. But what we need to know is in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know who Sam Kinison is? No, I don't think so. He's a big stand-up in the eighties, late eighties and nineties. Is he on Netflix at all? I don't know. I um, I watch a lot of the stand-ups on Netflix. I feel like I've seen the name. Like yeah, he's yucky. He, and he was just like his shtick was very um, high power. He's a former preacher, and uh, he sadly died from Carson. But he was uh, he was huge guy. But his impression was like. For anyone gets in, and he's like, "Man, so I was having relationship troubles." Like, this guy will leave me alone! <laughs> like it's literally just like I kind of feel like, like I know that. what you're talking about. It's like, he's like really short. He had the uh, beret, French beret backwards, almost like almost uh, like a bobcat, bobcat kind of. Kind of, yeah. 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 Definitely in that range and like that class right there. I kind of remind that that impression you just said kind of remind me of like Ralphie May. Oh like, yeah, I don't know, it was like just a high pitch, like. La, la, la. Oh. And he was like, he was even way more high pitched than me. I was like a few octaves down, but it was just was like flat, that type of thing. I was thing. flat, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a key of G and I, I fucked up, but. Oh man, yo. Well, who are some of your favorite teachers from Norakai? You already, we already talked about Ali. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was somebody who also would mess with teachers like that. You remember, you know, Mr. Couture? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't good of him. That wasn't good. Yeah. That was like a. Uh, that wasn't good. I, I didn't even know who that was. I it was like a. Oh, I tried. I tried. That yeah. was like a Tarantino. That, oh, you do you do a Tarantino too? Could you do a Tarantino? Oh, yeah, you, you yeah, do a good Tarantino. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's what's wrong, Janet. Okay, it's my movie. Okay. Um. <laughs> geez. That's all I could do though. That's that's pretty. Do you much know that it. video he's referencing? Oh yeah. For, uh, Kill she Bill. gets in like the yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The She's like, don't you think that the violence yeah. will you know bestow upon the children? Well, Jan. <laughs> she asks, why are movies so fun? Because Jan, they're my movie. It's yeah. Fun. Fun. <laughs> like, yeah, that was a good one. Thank you for bringing that. Up. Yeah, that was, was definitely one. Um, but back but to back the teachers thing, though. I'd say. Miss Milne, uh, uh, she, she definitely. I used to do a Miss Milne impression. Can, can I say, was she? 
Miss Moon was a proud. Like, Miss Moon was like a hippie. Uh, I used to be a smoker. Yeah, like <laughs> that was her favorite thing. To yeah, say. like I, Miss Milne, I'd say uh, is one of my favorite. So she was, she was not a tilf exact. Was she? I feel like I don't <laughs> tilf? know. A, a teacher I'd like. Oh, to teacher. Yeah, with. I was like, where is this going? Um, I mean, fuck it. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. agree with that. And then I mean, so Mr. Alley, um, Miss <laughs> Dolan, because I want I, I wanted to be a culinary. I wanted to do culinary yeah, yeah. For like a big portion of my life, and that was one. I wanted to be cooking in the kitchen. Yeah. No, dude, Tony Soprano too. Oh, so you forgot about the Tony Soprano. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, dude, yeah, what do you mean? You have so many. We're going to come and we're going to do the movies. So, wait, wait, what's this Tony Soprano? You can do that? Uh, wait, what? Tony Soprano. Oh. Of course, if I want you to come down and sit down with me for real quick. You come down for two fucking minutes, are you fucking stupid? Are you serious right now, Christopher? Don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, AJ? Hey, oh, yeah, AJ. I, yeah, and like the AJ impression, I did it. I literally was kind of morbid but i was on the way to my aunt's funeral who i didn't know too well so it's not like it was a sad time but like i was just trying to get the car happy and i remember i was looking out the window and i felt like aj from the sopranos and i literally just go what do i care i barely know her <laughs> and like and like my family was like that was what like, a fucking you should kill you should kill yeah. and like they were like okay that was pretty good and i was like all right i guess mom and dad and sister but no you definitely yeah. got you definitely got a gift of the voices okay, i appreciate that thank you um, oh, the teachers! I keep getting off track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Miss Mill, yeah. the tilt. Dolan yeah. loved her because she really, you know, crafted like my love for culinary. But then I just realized late like, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go more into movies and stuff like uh, broadcast journalism. I did Mr. Seberg definitely for sure. What's the story? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's, yo, Seberg. <laughs> I told my brother was like Seberg was Seberg was a homie. I, I, I like homie. Yeah, Seberg is honestly. Yeah, he, he was. I don't want to be mean dope. when I say this. I just had better like film professors before that. Oh yeah, like. For sure. Like, all he did really was teach us how to turn a camera on in the story, which is important to know. Yeah, I don't know how much he really knows about film. Yeah, like, like Cause he was more broadcast, though, I want to say, right? Yeah. Like, like, well, he, well, was, he was, the was the one who brought, brought back, back broadcast journalism. Yeah, like, yeah, gra- after I graduated, came out. Yo, yeah, dude, you missed Chris's corner. Like that was that was that was that was like a huge thing that got me like back into like like that made me realize like I wanted to do something like video content based, like where I can do whatever the fuck I want, you know? Yeah, that yeah, that old thing, huh? But you know, that's a Seaberg, so Seaberg's up there for me too. And then like as we said, Miss Milne, because like I didn't realize I like really loved movies until like I was in her class and she put on The Shining. I remember. <laughs> yeah, and like, dude, right? Yeah. yeah. So, oh, that's. I, I mean, that's great. Yeah. I mean, that's that's quite the movie to put in high school. Yeah. So she yeah. put it on. The beginning is like the the helicopter shot, and it's just like the. But it was my first Kubrick I'd ever seen too. So I was like, wow, like this is like was amazing. And then we watched Memento and I was like, I think I like really fucking love movies. And I would write, yeah, like I'd write the reviews on them and she was like, you're really good at this. And I was just like, oh, like I just was like giving my opinion. Like, I know. So she definitely made me like get more into the movies. And then one time, just another impression story. I, I kind of lost it because I haven't heard her talk in such a long time, but uh, Isaiah Gaddy and like Jockey Page were in my class too. And they knew I would always do like an impression behind her back because I didn't want to like you know sometimes people take impressions the wrong way like oh, yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so I didn't I was always like doing it behind her back and then one time they said that I had one of her uh, and they, yeah and they're like they're like get up and do it right now get up and do it so then the whole class is looking at me to do it and even she is and I'm just kind of like fuck man like yeah now I gotta do this so I was like you know what like fuck it so like I literally just 
yo, I got into it. So literally, I like was sitting there and I was just like, <sighs> and then I get up from my desk and I walk to the front like how she would walk, and I would just be like, yeah. I would like put my hands together and I was like, movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Good. And then like oh, I, that's fine. Yeah, and I just I went into it and like I would like even like slam on people's desks, take, and take the, off your glasses, put them back yeah, on. And yeah. She was like crying and the whole class was crying. So I was like, all right. I'm not, yeah, I'm not delusional yeah. here. Like she's, you know, down with the down with the bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on, come on, get, get down, down with the bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a story, dude. No, because she used to do. Uh, she used to be like, she would be like, she's like, no, what do you, what do you think this scene meant? And you're like, uh, that the sky was blue. Mm-hmm. More, more, yeah. <laughs> and she's, or, I don't know, and that there were clouds. Yes, yes. Next, and like, and she would, you would just say the most vague thing. She's like, yes. Mm-hmm. I remember one time you said that with that joke, you're like, and it's also green, and you're like, perfect. That, that's what I like. <laughs> to say, it's and like, what else? You could say anything to her, and she would yeah, always. She would just eat it up. Yeah. yeah. So. Dude, I mean, my pref- I was like, like you said, Katora is one I'd really mess with all the freaking time, and. uh but you'd also mess with me, like purposely have my projects feel. I don't even know if you remember. Um, he made us do these. Oh, I heard you talk about this. Yeah, like yeah. I bitch it briefly, but um, long story short, they had the we had these um, we had these card um, we had these note card towers, and the point was he's putting a weight on it and it can't fall and break. But for me specifically, he would put the weight at the machine to move the weight as hard as it can, so he. He tried to make me feel on purpose, but as a joke with that, like, but I, he couldn't do it. <laughs> or it's like we had these cars, right? We had to do the um, the rubber band, rubber band cars. cars. Right? Yeah. Yep. Rubber band cars. I would go in like in the zone, like A B C D, and then I went went to A and then went to C backwards. And I, he was just so genuinely happy and laughing, but I would just mess with him all the time too. So we really just bantering with each other, probably depending on the wrong person. It, I could get him in trouble, but no, I just, I just loved having fun with him and any other teachers like that. Um, Mr. Carl too, like Mr. Carl's like, uh, folks, uh, okay. boner Running camp, twenty twenty four. Oh, dude, that that's pretty. Take out your nose. Yeah. <laughs> that was his fucking go to. He'd have the tie over his shoulder. What we're trying to find out is what's your gauge, you know? <laughs> dude, oh man, but Seabrook too was. <laughs> Just another. He was just a bro. Super was the homie. He yeah. He like gave me like a magnet that was like had like a very inspirational quote on it and like wrote like something on the back. I'll never forget. Like and I was like it was just very like close to me and I was like shit man. Like that was probably one of the coolest things you probably could have ever. Done. You still have it? Yeah, I do. I do. It's right next to my Look bed. how far he, he's got to be happy to see us something like yeah. this. I mean, I've when I was like applying for like internships and shit, I was like I reached out to him. I was like, hey man, like. Could you send me like the links to you know some of the projects I worked on uh, in broadcast journalism? He's like, hey man, like great to hear from you. Like here, check these out because I wanted to like use them as like examples for like content that I did for internships and shit. And uh, it, it got me an internship, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, no, but it was awesome to you know like catch up with them. I was like, yeah, no, I, sh- I want to come swing by the school and stuff, but things got busy and you know. Remember the last it didn't time happen, you were at Norcai? Oh, it's been. I mean, I only. I, I think I picked up Sean, my little brother, there one time recently. Yeah, very, and I still, but like that's about it. I still only go just watch my youngest brother's games. Senior this year. I actually had a question with that. So he's doing seven on seven touch, right? Yeah. 
are, are they playing other schools or is it against the other team? They are playing other teams at the okay. FSAC and they plan to have one in the spring, okay. maybe like a five game season. Yeah, because I heard your brother talking about it, but I was like, are they playing? Because I know like uh, Eastern, I went to Eastern Connecticut. They like their seasons were against the like their themselves. So like the girls played the girls and the boys played the boys and like soccer and like all those like. And they're like, oh, we had a great season. I'm just like, yeah, you played yourself. A team versus B team. It was A team versus B team, motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? I'm but a different like, area. So, yeah, so to I'm make just, it yeah. it's varsity versus JV. Yeah. yeah. Or was there any? So like you said you went to the games. Like, was there any like kind of um, like controversy? Like, oh, like he didn't touch me. Like, is it two hand touch or is it like? Not that I've seen that got absurd with that. I mean, you see like, like when you see like some legit tackles and refs don't call them. It's weird. But you know, you always felt like Norwalk had that bias for whatever sport officiating. They all just like, we got to specifically make sure that Norwalk High doesn't get far. So, I mean, besides that annoying tradition, it hasn't been too bad. You know, just the seating. Some places allow seating and some don't, depending even if you have parents, you know. So, um, he's been really doing well with that. Now he's just he he's actually in the championship of the the seven out of seven. They did oh, really shit. good this year. They beat Staples High. Tommy led Norakai to beat so Staples High in seven, in seven on seven. Wow, he did it. He did it, and they won. It's a really thrilling game. And uh, yeah, like that. Oh man, it just was. Right the, you know what I mean? Like they would say some fucked up shit. Like it was not needed ever. You know? Oh so. yeah, all those towns. It just was such a the best fuck you you could do that. Yeah. We. Beat you, yeah, exactly. At your home turf too. No shit, yeah, that's awesome. That's so, pretty cool. I'm glad he's balling out. I'm glad. So very proud, Tommy and the whole Norakai Varsity squad doing that, and they have a whole brand new coach. Ireland's not there no more. He did something that Ireland couldn't do, beat Staples or stuff yeah, like that. So, yeah. um, just so freaking proud, man, and just excited to see the seven on seven. He can just keep training for that. He's just too, he's not going to school. He's just doing the hybrid learning. So, um. Just train and get ready for that. And hopefully they start playing in the March or April. Yeah. That's awesome, man. One can only hope. You never know. Yo, down, but. what is the worst movies you've ever seen recently? Movies suck. I just watched I, I just watched Knock Knock on Netflix with Keanu Reeves. Oh, and, and, uh, I feel like Keanu Reeves. I, honestly, that is the only thing I've really seen. I've, I've seen like parts of John Wick. You gotta you got, watch. Point I gotta break. watch it in full. It's on my list, list. and I know he's amazing, amazing in it. But I've only seen. Break. <laughs> I've, dude, literally, this movie was so bad. It was with uh, it was with Keanu Reeves, uh, Anna De Armas, I think her name is. Oh, uh, she's from, a, um, she is Knives an angel Out. from him. Yep, and I will say she gets naked in the movie, <laughs> uh, which is cool. Um, and then uh, there was another girl, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Leo's Italian wife he brings home. Oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, so those two women. Uh, Keanu Reeves is like a loving husband uh, and father. His family goes away while he works at the house for a weekend, and these two girls knock on his door. Knock, knock. Yeah, knock, knock. And it turns into like a night of like sensual nightmare hostage shit. It's like the concept is okay, but the way that it was done, it was like there was no point to it really. Um, but you should definitely add it. Just watch it. It's It was like trending on Netflix, I think, recently. You definitely have to watch bad movies to be aware of what's yeah. going on. Yes, exactly. It's important yeah. to watch bad movies. To know what not to do, essentially. Yeah. Uh, for me, though, I like, I have three because like, you, you said you have Letterboxd, right? Do I have do one? have an account, but I need to get on that. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. Actually, Jack Paris was the one put 
yeah, dude, same here. Yeah, I, I love this app because I just I love tracking like my movies and like watching stuff and giving like ratings and everything. Yeah, I just have a big ass list on my notes. That's why I have. Oh, there. oh, oh dude, dude, transfer that. Yeah, no, all, all I do. See? Oh, I got you. Bro. All I do is keep track of movies. You don't even have to like interact or do anything. Yeah. I just keep track of what I want to watch and what I have watched. Yeah, yeah so I have it's, this. It's thing. so dope. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. I have this thing. It's called the Ultimate Movie List. So. It was just all like the culture significant ones I still have. This is what's left, and I break it up by decade. Oh my god, yeah, that seems amazing. very manual. That seems very manual. Yeah, no, transfer it, dude. Oh, I got oh, you. Get on the box. box. And um, one thing I did, I watched. It was AFI's top 100 movies ever. I don't know if you have ever seen that list. It's kind of old now. It has to get I updated. Think I, ha- I think Sam Pramer has a poster on his oh, wall. Oh yeah, I think you might that. be right. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, he, he it just has, has to a, get he updated. He has an IMBD version of it. It, ha- it just has to get updated. It's from 2007, so I, you know, that's 15 years. There's a lot of movies that came out since then. Yeah. I want to say it's like. Yeah, I mean. Oh, dude, that was that was another movie yeah, from 2020. That was, was great. That oh, was yeah. that yeah. might have been my favorite movie of 2020. Yeah, yeah it's cool now. It's showing to have people finally join the foreign films yeah. and we give yeah. them yeah, a chance. Yeah, 100%. There's just so many other crazy story ideas that have come from other countries. Yeah, people are like you, you want to watch subtitles. It's like dude, I watch subtitles in English. It's easy to it's easier to follow a movie with subtitles. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I, that's just how I normally watch. If you have, which is a, a polarizing thing, but if you have HBO Max, watch Seven Samurai. Everyone's Seven Samurai. It's just really long, but it's totally worth it. I think it's three and a half hours, but it's insane. And you just see how many movies throughout history borrowed from it. Yeah, like that's fire. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Like one, like of, the one of the best. Yeah. You've seen it? No. So Jack, uh, Jack, when he, he so he had to come home during quarantine. He lives in New Orleans. He's like working down there. Yeah. So when he came home for quarantine, I would go over to his house like. Once or twice a week uh, for like a month, and we'd watch like a really good movie. Like I watched Inception for the first time with him, and like stuff like that. And we were going to watch Seven Samurai because he got it on Criterion. Oh but, yeah, but it was just so long, and we didn't have like three and a half hours. And then, yeah, like, that's the thing. You have to set that time yeah. for it. And then, like the summer kind of happened, and like I was like still working and stuff. So and then uh, he was just like doing his own thing. So then like uh, I haven't watched it yet, but we both are gonna watch it for the first time together next time he's home. So the key is for me whether or night, but usually watching those really long movies in the morning. Oh yeah, is sweet and yeah. All those movies I marked down what I did see and but yeah, the hundred greatest movies. I'm a three fourths from and I watched seventy five of them. Oh my god, that's wow. great though. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah, that's dope. That's that's a feat in itself. For all the uh, you know throughout the as early as the twenties, I really the silent films from it, the Charlie Chaplin ones, and they're really fast watches too. They're only yeah. like eighty minutes. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you just bang them out, bang them out, bang them out. Yeah. What am I? Bang them out, bang them out, bang them out. What? Yeah, one of my one of my favorite like speeches in a movie I'd say is from the the Great Dictator, um, where he's like, "Oh yeah, Seventeen Chamber of Man, the King of God, like whatever." It says that whole Charlie thing, Chaplin right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the movie though, and I haven't really seen a lot of his stuff, but like, yes, somebody, yeah, yeah, HBO Max <laughs> yeah, put a lot, a lot of this shit on. Yeah, so I, I really want to like get into like a lot of his stuff too, but um, yeah, well, th- something you should check out on Letterbox is like it's the top two hundred and fifty narratives lists. Oh, yeah, so it's like this. It's like uh, it updates too because you know, like new movies come out and they'll make it. It's in. just based on what the, like the the story is. No, it's no, based, based on, on the the, the um, rating because so you could put like oh, it's IMDb five rating. stars. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, no uh, it's like Letterbox ratings because oh, <laughs> yeah, because they only go off uh, five stars or whatever. Random. How do you feel about Rotten Tomato scores? I was surprised how mixed they are to people. I go by them. I, I, think I, I think I generally do trust them generally, but also after like 
the Dave Chappelle one where they gave it like a 70% or like a, I don't know, they got like a even shittier rating. The Dave Chappelle, when he released all those new specials, audience rating was 99%. Rotten Tomatoes was like low as hell like it was bad it was it was just like you could tell that they were just like wicked offended by everything and like it was based on shit like that so i was like all right if this is how we're like really like documenting like ratings of movies now like i'm, I'm definitely gonna be a little skeptical because this was like a it was an unreal special like oh, yeah. especially for just what the times are in audience gave it a 99 and you guys gave it you know something else it's like dude this is a comedy show it's not gonna be cinematic with stories this is all just based on yeah you gotta remember what you're seeing and not too deep and that's just a thing when you talk with a pretentious critic like that and they're yeah. a lot yeah I didn't think that the story lined up quite like I wanted it to the only thing you get excited when a comedy does get loved by critics is usually hilarious yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. that's the one thing that gets exciting but I was just here and there with those misses and stuff you ever um y'all like uh I don't know if you ever heard of the uh the uh um, the movie podcast Lights Camera Barstool, which are really great guys. Yeah, I watch. I, I follow them on Instagram. Yeah, just, same, uh, just Instagram. Is it who's who's the podcast? Who do you know who they are? So it's Ken Jack, Jack Kennedy. I follow, I follow their, their Instagram. I don't, I don't listen to the podcast. Names, but I like their stuff. So, are they big film guys? Oh yeah, they just bros who like movies and like they know their shit too, and uh, highly recommend those for especially. And they help break down and stuff and um. They're just homies like that, you know. Cool. Yeah, like, like the other uh, like film podcasts I listen to are like uh, film spotting, and it's like, yeah, film spotting is cool because it's like it's two dudes who are like uh, like really big like critics, I guess. Like Adam Kempinar and um, oh fuck, I can't remember the other guy's name. Josh Larson, yeah. and like I don't know, I just love the way like they deconstruct, and it's it's cool because like I think they have the budget to like you know use like sentences and like scenes from the movie and get early access and stuff so like i always love like how they set up their show and like the stuff they do and then another one was just the the slash film cast that's more like uh they're just like they're they're bros talking about the movie a good like they're always like an hour and 45 to two hours long but it's like an hour of them just talking about what they've like done and then like they get they get into the movie in the last hour and i'm just like all right i kind of wanted this whole two hours yeah, you know, you know what's another great um, one is the Rewatchables from the Ringer podcast. Oh, They're hilarious. Bill Simmons, he's over there. He, he just goes in on all of them. You know what's another great movie you should watch that he put me on? It's on. It's on. It was on HBO Max at least last week. It was called Midnight Run. It's a hilarious. It's actually like it's Robert De Niro who's freaking hilarious in it. It's about him. It's a cross country then. <laughs> Good base there. I'll put it on my watch list. Midnight Run, big fan of that. It really influenced a lot of people out here. Oh man, yo, can you tell me? Um, can you tell? I, one thing I wanted to ask you about that you talked about on your podcast last, yes, no, today, um, was the whole Kayla Monahan situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For those who aren't aware, the way it broke down. So we have. It's nice to see some more Norwalk people getting getting recognized so Kayla Monahan she's a year older than me and she is uh was in the running to be a sparse Bartel smoke, smoke show smoke show, yeah. smoke show. so great honor she actually did win yeah. yeah and she won but the controversy is that she was losing and she's for some reason found out her whoever was in the lead was buying likes and then she confronted a lot of people who yeah. were associated with those likes and asked hey did you like that hey did you not like that and um 
And you like that? It caused quite the stir, and she got a lot out of it. But um, the reason why I bring it up first, what do you? Th- I mean, you, it's on their podcast, and you guys you gave your thoughts on there. But how do you do? You feel like thing? Do you think someone should go that far for someone what they want like that? How far is too far? How do you guys feel? I about just thought it? it was funny. Yeah, because she just kept claiming how much she doesn't really care about it. And she's, you know, DMing all these people. I, I'm, I'm okay with losing, but I'm not, I'm not gonna lose to a cheater. Did you like this? Yeah, it was like it was. It just seemed OD to me. And I, there was also another update. I don't know if you saw this, but she ended up claiming that she's giving the thousand dollars to charity. Oh, and it was never, it was never about winning the money. It was never about winning. It was about the honor. I was like, bro, PR. Shut the hell up. Like, and I, I, do you know who KFC Barstool is? Oh, of course, yeah. So I don't personally like him at all. I, you know, a lot of people. Yeah, he's the Minuteman guy. He did a whole thing on it today, and I, I, I did agree with him in this point where it was like, I mean, now you're just doing this shit as like a PR move, like you said. Like this is all just so you know you look good after you just fucking like made yourself look crazy over a, over a thousand dollars. Like if you were really gonna give it to charity the whole time, like why was it such? I feel like you wouldn't have made it a big deal, you know, like. It sucks because in our world today, I think it's like, <clears throat> every, like, press is good press or every what is it? What's the saying? Bad press is good yeah, press. Any, any, any PR is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. any PR. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so, like, like I don't know. It's like it's like Daniel Brignoli, that girl. Like, catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> like we see, she's been, like, <laughs> like performing before fucking sit shows down, now. Like, sit down. Well, since when was she a rapper? Is it my thing? You know what I mean? It's just like. That's what I'm saying. So like, that's what pisses. To get the, if you have the the viral, what is it, virality or virability? Yeah, or just that virality. I don't know what the word is. If you have that factor that makes you that that you can go viral with, then it'll be much easier to market you that way, right? Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So it's yeah, it's 100. percent Like if you think about like yeah. like Dixie D'Amelio, this is not this is not shade at all. They went viral. And then she made music, right? Yeah. She didn't go viral for making the music. Yeah. They were just like, oh, wait, she can also kind of sing, too. Like, let's use her and, you know, let's make more money this way. Like, trying to just get as much- Yeah, it's not, it's not like she was just like this outrageously amazing singer that, you know, like rose up because of singing. Like, that's just not how it happened. They were just like, oh, wait, this is an added value that we can, you know, see through it, so... Yeah. With her, it's, she just, you know, I get it. She cheated. I get it. She did cheat. She's the thing that sucks too is she's 100% right, but it still doesn't make me like her any, any much more. And, yeah, it just, I would almost just rather you let the girl win. Yeah. So, and like, I hate that because it's just like also, you know, you know, she cheated. Like, I'm not going to say nothing, but like, you have to, like, you know what I it mean? Just it just felt like such a dramatized, like, theatrical. It could have been one hour. It would have given you more respect if that came out, like, oh, it didn't work or, you know. You're able to to go out of your way, and she's she's like she's like oh like let's show them what a real fan base is. She got Houston Astro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) History shows people who do that don't really make much more. Yo, what's been grinding your guys' gears lately in life? What's been really or or uh, pet peeves that's been happening now? Like I talked about my Jim Hardos. Um, I don't like you know today I'm driving. And this Karen pulls up closer to me, and she and she was yelling at me. I looked her straight in the eye before I flip the bird or say anything. I don't need this smoke. But I don't like people like her being entitled. What's going on with you guys? What's what's grinding your gears right now? You want to I, 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 uh, I'm like formulating something in my head right now. 
panicking I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much on the same thing. I, I don't really, I don't have anything that's particularly like grinding me. I, I'd say maybe just like, yeah, to that. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I pretty much drive all day and stuff. So, like, like so I'm like a swap driver. So, like, I would go for like take cars from like one Jeep dealership to another one, like gas them up. I like, do shit in the back, like stuff like that, just for like right now. But I'd say like another thing is like, yeah, like road rage is people take. People take shit so seriously on the road sometimes, and it just get there two seconds faster. Yeah, and it's 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 weird because like when I drive, like you can kind of like you can kind of see when it's gonna happen or like what's about to happen. Like you see like someone in the back, like you know weaving in and out of traffic, like doing whatever, and then like finally when they get like up to you, you're like, I know what you're about. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. Gonna I was let watching you. you. I, yeah. I, I, what is it? Uh, I was waiting, I, I was waiting you at the dough. I saw you in my rearview mirror. <laughs> so you know what I mean? So I guess just that kinda, and then. Like, it's just like, yo, if you're on my tail, like, if, if you're, you know what I mean, like, in the fast lane, like, I'm going 80 miles an hour and, like, a 55, like, go the fuck around me. Because, like, for me, 80 is, like, you know, just go around. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. So, I guess that's something like that. It just reminds me of, like, uh, the Louis C.K. bit. Are you a big Louis C.K. fan? Um, You know, I I, I, I did like him and watch him a lot, but, um, you know, he is he, a funny guy. He had a bit uh, just about, like, how... Uh, people are like way more angry like within a car than they are like ever with a human. He's like, he's like, I was driving the other day. I literally told somebody, you know, like, I wish you were dead. Like, he's like, I, sh-, he's like, I said that to somebody's son. Like, he's like, would you ever go in an elevator and get in somebody's face and just go, I wish you were dead. It's like the car. You should be so much more careful and. You know, things like that. But we, you know, as humans, we're just like, we feel empowered or something. We're like super psycho behind it. Unbelievable. <laughs> Yo, one thing I want to ask. Yo, when we're recording this, and we are recording this, election night 2020. You know, not to get too much in the politics mm-hmm. and whatever, but I want to ask, um, you know, whether you, whatever you did with today, if you voted or not and stuff like that. Um, like, how are you guys feeling now that shit might be changing very soon or they could stay the same and something's got to change in your life to pre- to prepare for that? Like, shit, shit, you know, it's been some year and now, you know, by time this airs next week or, um, you know, we should hopefully know who, who wins or not, but how are you guys feeling with all this? Are you, like, you know, I got it some text from people. Oh, you know, like, oh, America's make the update right now is America's making me drink. And then I have people um, who... Sending, think, sending odds of who's going to win the presidency. That and, like, and, like yeah, Vegas what, odds. Yeah, yeah, we have a group chat going off about what their odds are for who's going to win. Who's over under on... Or who's the favorite that? now. Yeah. So... What do we have at this moment at 1027 on an election night? So what I ju- most recently I saw, I think Trump was minus 350. <laughs> I saw him, Bovada, he was minus 600. Oh my God. Really? Dude, yeah. what the hell is going on? I think Trump, Trump probably would win, honestly. honestly. It's pretty crazy. crazy. Vegas knows and Vegas usually does. Trump's probably going to win. Like, Also, real quick, the Ke- the Kevin Schaefer, Ryan Page episode you did yeah, yeah. blew my mind, but in the not because of like why. Like I thought it was great. Like I love, I love that episode. Yeah, but Kevin Schaefer... I there's a Kevin Schaefer in Norwalk. Yep, yep. So <laughs> wait, that's not him? No, no it wasn't oh, him. It wasn't him. Yeah. So I was like, I saw like I I went on YouTube because I was like, I didn't know Matt Brown like knew Kevin Schaefer like that. So like, yeah. So I went on YouTube for it because I was like, I'm very interested to see how this is gonna go because like Kevin Schaefer is like, you know, like I think like 
four 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 years younger than you or something like that. Do you know Kevin shit? Yeah. So like, I was just like, wow, like I wonder what the hell like this is gonna be. And then obviously it was your friend, a different Kevin Schaefer, but that like blew my mind. But like, I don't know. He was very well spoken. I like, I loved it or whatever. I loved how um I loved Kevin's appearance and uh, wanted to hear both sides. And Kevin was a very last minute replacement because I had somebody on the Trump side. He comes by in this studio. Yeah. And I talked to him for two hours hearing him, and he was more extreme than Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you off off here off air who it was and then I'm editing it and you know how long these podcasts take time to edit yeah, it's yeah, a pain in the fucking yeah, ass yeah, are an hour long which yeah. are like more than we're at like oh, two yeah. trust me this is Props no problem yeah, no I like doing it I just like doing it it's a little worth it especially for this this has been one of my favorite things I've ever done like I prom like no bullshit seriously and um <laughs> and he tells me he doesn't want it he doesn't want it on and we talked both of the two hours an hour 45 was all about hearing his views and hearing his side mm-hmm. and I'm just like yo why did he come on if he didn't want to post yeah, that exactly I think he was just afraid of hearing you know the flack he will get he didn't say anything that would get him cancelled he would said stuff that definitely would upset people but the way I restructured it and have the questions to make him explain as why as a good host yeah. Yeah. as yeah. you know even though I said multiple times he disagreed he dis- he said my Obama picture sucked and I said no and I looked more of Obama as a guy who you know, overcame the odds of anything more than a politician. Oh yes, I understand. So, I like that. So yes, you know, we uh, we can. Yeah. And I said to him, like, yo, you're just a bitch for this. You will post all the time when you say the name. You post all the damn time about, oh my pop, Trump this, Trump that, MAGA, MAGA, and he, and you do the really troll people. I know who you're and, talking about. I think exactly. I think, I think I do too. So, and, and then you just you just. Don't put all right. Here's your chance to put the money where your money where your mouth is, and you take it back. You have the platform. You put your platform out there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, especially for two hours, dude. I think I would. I think I'd shoot myself and the person. Like, 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 like this, this. You're coming with me. This yeah, multiple like, hour convo is fun yeah. as fuck. No, yeah, exactly. This was just yeah. I had to hear like. But imagine oh. if we just said, "Hey, by you know the way, that. don't post that, man. Yeah, don't. Any, everything we, we just said, said, don't post. Yeah, I couldn't work with someone, someone else, else and furthering my, my project. We just yeah, wasted, I mean. you know, a bunch of time and energy, yeah, right? Like, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I said, like, no, there's no point. I'm not doing the ten minute podcast. If you yeah. and you talking about Tinder and stuff, but um, and that's why Kevin came in in the clutch for that and very well spoken. I'm much happier how that went, and um, he really put. You know, I didn't agree with everything Kevin said, but I really love talking yeah, to him. Yeah, it was, and he was interesting awesome. to hear his side. Like I, and he was just very level headed. You know what I mean? It's just like, especially when you talk politics, it's like I feel like you always, you always have to just like be calm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because like, emotions always get the best of people, and like, and that's life. You know, that's people. That's emotions. It's always. That's what happen. all the people say, at least. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, you know what I mean? It's just like to hear him talk. I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I. Spoiler, I'm not a Trump supporter, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't care, but it's like, yeah. to hearing him, I, I like listened to him and like exactly. what he had to, to say. So. And then, you know, fair to give, uh, bring in Ryan Brack to give their, his perspective Always on love that. Him. <laughs> so. Always love Ryan, yeah. So, and it was great. And, um, you know, whatever happens at the end of the night, um, or if we find in the morning or whenever, I'm going to be okay. I can still sleep at night. It may not be what I voted for or want, but I'm... I can move on with my life and I can focus. And it's, you know, four years is a long time, but it's really not at the same time, you know? Like, I don't know about you, but, you know, it's 
like that with how fuck fast 2016 yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, honestly, really think it, about it. It went by quick. And then we could have, I figure we could have just this whole new revolution of new politicians of a diverse group of people on both Republican and Democratic side. And I'm excited for that, no matter how they stand on one side over the other. It's, I think that's... Um, there's hope. There's there's hope. There's hope. Hopefully, at least. That's what we're looking for, at least. Yeah, as, as much as I love him, hopefully. I want to give a, a, a platform. Yeah, yeah, you just... Yeah. You know, I had someone on the podcast covered on. He told me he, vote, he wrote... It, he wrote in himself as a write-in ballot. Even though I wanted to say, like... That's just a vote for Trump. Yeah, yeah like... Why? You took the time to be in here. You early voted. It's just, you do you, man. And it was fascinating to talk to anyways. But, um, like, you guys will be okay with whatever the results will be? Yeah, well, I mean, so, I, like, I want Biden to win. Just because I think it would, you know, something different. And just, I feel like there should be less bullshit. Like, just people, like... People would just be happier, you know. Tensions will be like cut in half. That's my thing. You know too. what I mean? That's yeah. how I felt. Like if, if yeah, Trump's out of I'm, office, it's just a great attitude change. Yeah, for the I'm, not, I'm not sitting here like you know that it's going to be so much fucking better. I think uh. he's the best candidate in the world. It's just like I would just love for everyone to just love each other again. You know what I mean? I would just E-L-E. love. Yeah, everybody love everybody. <laughs> like I would love for that to happen. I feel like if like obviously just be a step in the right direction for that. But I will admit. I bet a hundred dollars on Trump to win. You no, know, so either way, it's a win-win for me. <laughs> Did you hit that six hundred <laughs> minus six hundred? No, no, I got it at plus one thirty-six. Okay, so, so, so you, he's you making get, more money than yeah. he's risking. Oh, okay. So when it's like minus three fifty, I don't do you bet at all. No, that's so, what I really have to get into. I yeah. understand over unders. I understand what a parlay is, but the uh, so, so like, minus three fifty means that that's the underdog, right? No, that's the favorite. Oh, that's minus. a favorite. Okay. So underdog would be plus money, but the minus three fifty means that he's projected to win. Vegas thinks he's going to win. So if you want to throw ten dollars to win, you're risking thirty five if he loses because they're that sure. Yeah, I try to get into more of the. That's the one only aspect don't of do sports it. that I. <laughs> yeah. do. I, 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 would, do I would happily say I don't, don't fucking, fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. I if you're not in it, yeah. you just stay out of it. You know, I, I'm out of it except for obviously tonight. But you know what I mean. But. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, I thought I had like a method. It's a, it's a dark hole. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Especially if the if the the war states that are legalizing gambling, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean CT is legal now, right? I think. I think yeah. yeah, like DraftKings. New York and stuff is like legal. Is. I think Pennsylvania. Is if you went like on a book website like MGM, you can't place it but like it's all yeah if it's legal betting you have to be from like a certain state. Speaking of New York, you know, me me and Chris see each other at the commuter train all the time. Well, we did, yeah. yeah. Until this. <laughs> Back in the day. You miss going, you miss commuting in New York? Oh, God, no. Of course not. No? No, I fucking hated it. <laughs> fucking hated it. I used to commute probably an hour 45 every day. It was awful. Because uh, you included the other subway. You went all the way downtown, would, yeah, right? I would take, I would go to the South Norwalk train station, take a train, get to work, get off at Grand Central, then take a 25-minute subway and walk like three minutes to my my job at the World Trade Center 3 building and it was fucking hell it was long I wouldn't get home till at minimum 8pm every day it was fun so so this remote working stuff I'm, I'm digging pretty much right now are you did they say like we're here for you know until next summer or anything yeah like so that? my company's not uh, we're not gonna be back in the office quote unquote until March 31st for now. For now, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But I mean, I plan on moving to California before then, anyway. So hopefully in January, I won't even have to worry about that. But All right. yeah, that should be cool. Oh, good, good, good. 
But um, how about you, Anthony? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah Anthony. Sorry, I was wall. <laughs> no, feel free. That's what it's here for. You uh, are you also trying to make the move to Cali? Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, trying to make a move to Cali. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. dude. Hell yeah, dude. Are you be looking at places yet, or um, uh, you just not, see where it goes? Not you just know? yet. It's more like I know I want to be there. I've been there multiple times. I decided the last time I was there that I was going to go out there at some point. Um, you just need a job for that or the security. So my job that. technically right now is all remote and that they were like, yeah, no, you can move there as long as like you work uh, the same hours. But I'm planning yeah. I'm planning on leaving once I get there and going to a new job. So Okay. My thing is I need to find a job first yeah. and then I could, you know, really start planning. But, but yeah, I mean, even if even if I don't, you know, have the same job when I go there, hopefully, yeah, I, I have enough savings where I can, you know, get there and get settled and then get a job. But, you know, obviously you want the security of before you go, having everything lined up. Well, you know, you have my support and I believe in you guys. I appreciate it, man. Do you Seriously. have any plans to go to Cali? I would definitely love to go there. Because oh, I know, well, I know well, you want to do some film stuff, right? In Hollywood. Yeah, it's just the same thing with just finding the work. Cause I have buddies there. Last, first time I visited there was in was it last October, and I could see myself living there. Do they do film stuff there or no? Your buddies. Uh, one Sirius XM, one to Sirius XM. We entered a series together. He'll be on the podcast as oh, well that's coming sweet. up. My buddy Danny, my buddy Brad, works security. But he's one of the LA other, I guess. Oh, that's who why I stayed right? with it yeah. downtown LA. And um, those are my closest ones. And then I know acquaintances and stuff, but nice, um, yeah, those no. are like my two solid, but. Cool. What does he do at Sirius? Don't you have a connected Sirius? I think yeah, your cousin. My, my cousin actually works with Sirius. She, like, I'm not sure what she does exactly, but she, like, talks to every, like, the main people to get them in. And, like, when they come, she takes care of them. Hmm, like, like client services like the liaison is yeah that like she's yeah. like the one who's like okay so this is the person you're gonna be speaking with this is what you're gonna be like she like runs shit like that that's like, pretty almost cool. like a PR yeah, like, person yeah, yeah, yeah you're gonna be doing this but I heard um, I heard that she wanted that wasn't exactly what she wanted to do like it's in the field but that's not the thing that she just really get the foot wants. in the door though right yeah, yeah. but she's but, yeah but now she's like been in it for like years and she's kind of like alright listen I need to like move on and do other stuff mm -hmm. so I'm pretty sure that that's what she's up to now and everything but so yeah yeah, Danny was a producer for for Sirius um, College Sports Network, specifically for Pac-12 um, oh, wow. conference. So, like, their season starts this weekend, and he's just all in that. You could he could talk to you about recruits, anything football and stuff. Uh, I has I I just love that guy. Glad I've connected. Um, I gotta introduce you to you guys to 100%. him. That would actually be an awesome. Was he on the podcast? Yeah, we recorded one, and um, I should have him up by next week as well. The same week you guys are in, I hope who, to have him up. Who was the guy? Um, he met Quavo. Which one was that? Buddy Which, Brad. He's the L.A. guy. Oh, okay, um, Brad. Brad. Okay. Security L.A. Yeah, the guy. Well, he works security. He works. Sorry, he works cybersecurity. That's what he oh, does. Oh, okay, okay. No, he's the op. He's don't worry. He's nothing. He'll he he's the, he'd be the worst bouncer ever. <laughs> I've seen I've seen <laughs> I've seen people beat. No, I haven't seen people beat his ass. But um, <laughs> tell his ass off. And then Blade 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 was my favorite. Bladar was great, that man. Was cool. that was really nice. Oh man, he's ah uh, much love attraction with him and. That's another one I'd love to. All my guests, I love to introduce yeah. you. You have, you have a great like ensemble of people and just like a bunch of people that come on. So yeah, it's for everyone. The show yeah. is for everyone. Yeah. That's why I look at that. Yeah. But with um, with what was your favorite thing? You some of the things you really liked about LA. Um, honestly, obviously the weather. Uh, that's something that's always a plus. You know, 
I don't know how I will feel about Christmas uh, being, you know, 65 degrees, tropical, tropical <laughs> Christmas, yeah. no snow or anything. But you know what? For what I want to like, you know, eventually get into, it's kind of where I need to be. Um, so you just kind of have of to, course. you know, take it and just run with it at that point. I really like Venice Beach when I went. Yeah. I mean, and it's not all, I'm not trying to like limit myself to LA. It's anywhere in California, essentially. Um, and then if I need to migrate, obviously it'll be a much easier migration. Like, like San Diego has been popular. I was looking at San Diego as well. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. So we'll see what happens and hopefully everything kind of comes to fruition. Fruition. Like seeing where that's going to be, man. Yo, we've been at it for two hours. We've been having such a good ass time. Um, before I get to like my last part, is there anything you want to talk about or add or questions to ask before I uh, get to my uh, favorite part, new favorite part of the pod? The second time I'm doing this now. I'll just say I'm kind of sad it's ending. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Just it went by interview. quick. Yeah, this like, two hours, was it felt like not two hours. Yeah, no, <laughs> no like, man. I, I mean, it. you could always come on. Seriously, yeah. now with this and the setup work, the cameras didn't die. Yeah. That'll be easy to edit. And um, I mean, yeah, I've just been, this has been such a pleasure, guys. I've had a lot of fun, too. Yeah, I haven't laughed so hard on a podcast. <laughs> I guess what my, I got a question. Yeah, if feel you, free there's no time yeah. limit so go crazy honestly if you were to have the dream guest on like to interview them and like someone who like like i don't want like a brad pitt answer like someone like that like someone in the acting world or in like in any industry who's famous but like you know maybe you know i i guess i don't know who would who would that be for you like uh but not like a brad pitt or like a george clooney or nothing like yeah, yeah, I'll give like, you three at the top of my head. One, right, Lauren Michaels right behind you. Oh, okay. I like that. I'd love to think how he's able to manage his talent. How is he able to keep his comedy relevant? There are now 45 years of his show. I like to see the Based pressure on that goes events, on, yeah. that influence. How do you stay relevant? SNL wasn't, isn't guaranteed to stay relevant as long as it has been. I've just loved that. And... um what practical advice for every beyond entertainment would you ask for someone who, who wants really to get made into himself? it? Right? Yeah. I would love to talk to Lin Manuel Miranda. I'd like to, uh, of Hamilton in the Heights fame. I'd like to see how did you, how are you able to make something that was so specific, niche, and how did you evolve with Hamilton to make everyone like, like your work? And how do you stay humble amongst that too? And then probably my third one would be Conan O'Brien. I love Conan. I think dude. Conan is my number one in professional influence. Oh my God. I think he's truly one of the funniest people ever. And like practical funny, just jokes. He's just so good. Great stand up if you ever seen. Great sketches. Great Great improv. improv. Great interviewer. Yeah. He's just a sincerely authentically funny dude. Who he's he's obviously my favorite late night, you know, from the way I'm talking about him. But he's just like a great interviewer. He his his sketches is improv. He's he's a fucking. I would love to just be an intern. Like I will I will drain my savings in California being an unpaid intern on that show because that so many famous people were interns there. Uh, Mindy Kaling, John Krasinski, I think John Hamm yep. was too. John Hamm, really? I think so. That like, would be a no. I would love to interview John Hamm. I oh, think that's nice. that guy who manages uh, comedy and drama so well. I'm not saying he's not been irrelevant lately, but I just don't see him as he much He was in stuff. the latest Curb. Uh, yeah, he season. did awesome in that Curb. That episode was hilarious, yeah. 
With the um, the uh, oh, yeah, we're... table. Oh, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. He did an awesome Larry David impression. Let me ask you something. <laughs> That's my Larry. And how, I mean, also Howard Stern, like, if I could somehow, I would know exactly to say, like, he's definitely my number one influence to do this podcast and audio. And just, like, how, you did one of the best PR changes of all time. You were really hated by so many people. And how are you able to bring that human side? And I have his book here, like that. These two books are really important to me. The Howard Stern Comes Again and the Robert Iger Ride of a Lifetime, CEO of Disney. They're great, just practical and business skills. So I would say those five. Who would you guys like to interview if you had to say with your dream guests? I could think of one off the top of my head. One of my favorite actors. Uh, I think he's under the radar, but he's also, I think he's going to be the new Riddler in the new Batman, uh, Paul Dano. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Dano is one of my favorite actors for sure. And plays a lot of creepy guys, but yes, so well. Yeah. So like, I never really, I always thought like he looked kind of funny and that's how I always remembered him was just how he looked. And then I remember I watched uh, the movie Prisoners. You ever oh, seen that yeah. Movie? I just saw it a few weeks <laughs> With Jake ago. Jake Gilly? That, that was I, one of my favorite that, movies. That really is one of the most underrated movies of all yes, time. Dude. And, and like, like I Jack, you know, it's just, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal yes. all fucking Where's bad. my daughter? Yeah. And like, <laughs> Where's my daughter? Yeah. And he's like, No. Like, Paul Dano was just like, drugged out the whole time. He just, just like, he pissed you off because he yeah, knew something. And then the, the twi- twist. Yeah. All right. Spoiler oh, that. No, 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 no. Oh, you I'm planning on watching it like. I was like, all right, we do, just, just do not do all right, it. Yeah, all right, we just talk missed about it. it. I know yeah, Jake Gilly's in it, so that's why I said Jake Gilly. But oh, wait, he, he's not a big twist in it. Oh, yeah. We really didn't spoil anything. Yeah, no, 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 just you, were, you were about to moment. say, you go, spoiler alert. Yeah. I was like, no! So you see aliens come. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then so I like looked him up, and I saw that he was... He actually like acted in Stanford for a little while. Did you know that? Really? Like, yeah. Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah, like I think he did not Broadway, but like the local of theater that or something. Type, yeah. yeah, like he, he like, like he would act relatively recently. Uh, no, before he got big, he would act. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like he, yeah, he kind of like I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. He, you know, learned the roots in, you know. It's a place that's like 20 minutes from me. So, like, hey, it can happen. You know what I mean? So then I, I just like slowly started to like him more and more. And then I, yeah. And then I look, I watched uh, Swiss Army Man. Oh, it's like uh, it's with him and Daniel Radcliffe, which that one that one's pretty. It's pretty nutty, but it's pretty good. Yo, Wizard Harry. Yeah, you're a Wizard Harry. And then, uh, and then obviously there will be blood. Is one of my favorite movies, I think, too. Uh, I have abandoned my child. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> what did he say? I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Great movie. Yes. Great, yeah. Great movie. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'd say Paul Dano. Who, or who would you? I'm going to steal one of yours and say Conan because I already Conan expressed my affinity for him. Uh, I, I wish more young people like Conan because he's very hip. He's awesome. He's you, timeless, did, honestly. Did you see the uh, <laughs> the people who stole from his studio? You saw that? What? Was there a bit on it or like an actual thing? Oh, no. Someone broke into... He's doing this show at the Comedy Club Mar-a-Lago and people actually stole... Robbed his show. Oh no, I did not see this. And he had the funniest, just the buddiest way to go about it. He's like, you know how people, you know, our security guards were cutouts from people all over the country. <laughs> <laughs> like just little jokes like that. that is he, dude, he's just so he, he's awesome. Um, and then I think the only other one I can really think of right now would be Vince Gilligan. Oh yeah, he, we've talked about this before. He's one of my idols. Um, just in terms of creating and writing. Uh, I would love to just sit down and fucking pick his brain, throw ideas at him, and have him be like. You know, Vince Gilligan impression. He has a very specific voice. I don't know. 
and Brian Cranston. I said, Brian. <laughs> I'd have to hear him a little Brian, bit more. Brian was actually heard him speak. <laughs> and hey, Brian, that was that was a great job you did on that scene. Like, Is he a writer? Vince Gilligan's the creator of Baking Bad. Baking Bad. And okay. Yeah, and Better Call Saul. Saul. You know he wrote Hancock with Wolf Smith? I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, dead ass. I swear to God. That's, that's fucking... That's fire. Out of the blue. blue. I don't yeah, know. It's, yeah, it's just it random. Breaking Bad Hancock. Hancock. I would just love to Leap. pitch ideas and have him be like, shit, good, shit, There's good. This, the ultimate, how'd you make the greatest prequel that could really be compared to the show? And, and um, Yeah, and like, what are your tips? Like, how do you... Like, because that idea is obviously so unique. Like the idea of Breaking Bad, it's it's separate from, you know, like just a random mob show or a random crime show. Like that show is very niche and and original and unique. Like which is even Better Call Saul is so unique in itself. Bob like, Odenkirk's a man. I would love to awesome. interview Bob Odenkirk. I've just yeah. started watching clips of uh, the Mister Show. Yeah, I just started so watching. underrated Mr. Yeah. Show. I think it's better than any current SNL. Better, from you, know what I've seen. A, you know he's an SNL writer. Yeah, he was SNL a Conan writer, writer too. He Conan was, writer yeah. too. He was comedy all his career, and then he just switched, and he had that role for uh, Breaking Bad. And Can you guys just tell me your favorite Breaking Bad scene, please? No Spoilers. Or one of them. You don't have to say your absolute favorite. One of them. My favorite Breaking Bad scene. Or one of them. One of them. Oh, there's so many, honestly. I really... I can, I can name, name one only because... You've only seen the show once, right? Yeah, and I, I watched it when it, it was, was like still, still on You have there. to rewatch. Dude, yeah. I watched Breaking Bad during quarantine yeah, a full week. Every single... Day. It was a season a day. Yeah. That's fire. That's pretty... I love like when you do shit. Like, you know what I mean? You just have that time and just... Yeah, it was the shit. only reason. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And then uh, I, I'd say like... the I mean... Just because it made an impression on me was when he picks up the. It's like I think at the end of season one where he, he kills, uh, who's who's the first guy? Is that his name? Tuco, I think. Or is that the? That's first some guy? good shit. Yeah, he, and he, he, <laughs> he had, had like the grills, grills or something. Yeah, yeah. So like I remember like something blows up and then like he he yeah he like. Yeah, exactly. Like he he pulls that perfect only, slow only motion. This isn't crystal meth. Yeah, like he pulls up the cube and it's like. I don't know. Some science shit. Yeah. yeah. Some science shit. Yeah, it, it had his like grills in the cube or whatever. And then so he's like holding it up and the way the camera's positioning it is that it looks like he, like he, he has the grills on. Obviously he doesn't, but like just the angle, it's like he, it looks like it's like it's in his mouth. And I, that was the first time I'd ever like had looked at something up like that. And then it was like called Easter eggs or some shit that like he was now like the head guy in charge of like the yeah. crystal meth industry. And I was like, oh, so like, yeah, like put me on to like, yeah, exactly. Put me on to symbolism and Easter eggs. So that was like, I guess my favorite scene because I can't remember. I, I just think the writing is so holistic and full in that show. Um, there's literally just, it, it doesn't miss a beat for me. I think it's the best show of all time, but I, I can go on in this about, you know. You know what's a great scene? Um, first, one random funny scene. I remember just Jesse said, "Yo, isn't this bitching?" They were sitting in the diner. He's bitching like, "Like, what the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a, a meme, meme about that. Yeah, now, I, right? I've been yeah. looking so hard to find yeah, it. It's, it's like, like he'll just be like, or like he'll just be like, "Poo poo pee pee," and like that would be like <laughs> the caption, like, "What the, the fuck, fuck are, are you talking about, about Jesse?" Like, <laughs> and I just, you know, that obviously the most satisfying ending of all time. Yep. 
I like, mean, not even close. Not even close. Let's be real. Did anyone see that coming? Just the symbolism. Go. You see the gun turrets. Yeah, just and the, the baby the, blue song yeah. playing. Yeah. Just the greatest. Just the ultimate finale. I know. Just takes him on it's the ground. So goddamn good. And I just love that shot of Jesse driving in the sunset after he says goodbye to Walt for good, and just has that emotion out there. For me, I think one of my favorite scenes. This is a little scene, and it's probably not going to be like. This is huge one, but I really, as much as Jesse and Walt, you know, really bashed heads and, you know, we're always arguing and solving problems. I think Walt really did love Jesse. Oh, for sure. Um, so like when there's like little moments of them actually like getting along, I really enjoyed those because I was like, oh, like, why can't they just stay like this? Like, like Jesse gave him a birthday gift, that birthday gift. Yeah, that like watch, you got him. Like, that oh, one was awesome. And then. Me. Like it was when they got stuck in the desert because they ran out of gas or whatever. So they're building a new battery. And mm-hmm. oh, that te- episode, that whole episode. Yeah, apparently, I, that like scientists said you could actually do that. Oh, well, I'm sure everything is chemistry checked, yeah. like fact checked. They have a <laughs> yeah. guy who's just like, oh, this is possible. Boom, this is what we would have done. Um, but I think one of my favorite ones is just like he's literally, he's like uh, talking to Jesse about how like. He's like basically teaching Jesse, like about like he's like All right, and you know what could we? He goes into teacher mode. You know they're stranded in the desert. They're trying to get out of there, and he's like he's like and if we take the copper wire and we get, and he's like uh, electrons. He's like yeah, it's very good, Jesse. And like there's like this slight smile, and then it shows Jesse, and he like slightly smiles too and I'm just like dude this is wholesome as fuck but then they go back to you know fucking to what they normally do that show is just also so funny I think it's almost like a dark comedy if you really want to break yeah, it down that, like that and I think you know good fella yeah, yeah they were saying uh, the Sopranos can be looked at as like a just kind of a dark oh, comedy too my I love that, that. You only fucking like so. yeah. my favorite Sopranos quote is uh, when Paulie Walnuts goes and says here's a snake they have two parts. They have both male and female re- organs. That's why you call somebody you don't like a snake. How can you like somebody who could literally go fuck themselves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, I like that one. I love the, the orange juice one. The, I like going to show shub pulp and like that fucking one. Like Tony. And then we see the um guy almost kill him from yes. his mom perfectly. And you know, the symbolism from the Godfather. Yeah, I, I hadn't laughed harder at a like a Sopranos part than that one. And then I think when. I like pa- it with Pope, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, then and then when, when uh, 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 Paulie gets. Uh, what is it like spiritualistic or he thinks oh, memories like, I'm not doing, doing that anymore like, like, like he gets, gets like all like, like no that's bad, bad. Like, do you remember he goes to the uh, psych or the medium and he was like yes, he talked yes. to the people he killed and the, the first guy he killed it was like the first guy he killed in the uh, who told you that first body yeah this is satanic bullshit <laughs> 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 Yo, you know what my favorite Paulie Walnuts quote of all time is? When he talked about how pussy <laughs> betrayed him. This is I love that cocksucker like a butter. Then he fucked me in the ass. <laughs> just the timing. Just absurd yeah. dialogue, yeah. Yo, for the ending, can I say the ending? Do you yeah. think Tony survived or not? Nah? I think, you think so? I think he did. I think he did too, yeah. I think he got killed by the member only jacket. You can watch a video essay on that. I well, so I I I heard that like even the directors came out and they they more were on the side of him living. It was kind of like this is everyday life for him. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like you're, you're not, not you're like, like he's, he's never, never gonna, gonna escape it. it. And that, like that makes sense. I hear yeah, that. Uh, he's always much. gonna feel like he's being watched because he's yeah. Tony fucking Soprano. I, just, I love honestly that when it comes to satisfying endings, 
It's not as good as Breaking Bad. That one was so I, controversial. I, really do like, I do was... like the second ending. I mean, just the fade to black like that. I, I don't stop. stop. I like the ending, but it also is. It's been so renownedly controversial. Yeah. You know, I think like Breaking Bad is just so renownedly perfect. One take, one take. Everybody pretty much agrees. You know. I also just love Sopranos. Um, Gabriel Phil Leotardo. Oh man, I just love oh, that. Yeah. Oh, that Philly. Leotardo, we come to this country. It's Leonardo, and he's like telling them at the fucking funeral and everything. Or. Yeah, that was that was a good scene. Christopher, too. Christopher. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course we like the when, pine tar episode, right? When they're stuck in the woods. Oh, though, that's oh one of my, my favorite God, ones. Yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. That one's hilarious. Yeah. This guy's a fucking interior designer. <laughs> yeah, his house looked like shit. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the like, I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to say anything in particular to spoil anything, but a lot of the deaths in that show were like really sad. Symbolism. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, like damn, it's man. tough. Like, yeah. Oh man. Just yeah, how, and how about have you seen Better Call Saul Tree? No. Oh I man, I was about I to go in to, with yeah. Chris yeah, on that. Now, now I got to hit him up on his DMs. <laughs> yeah, we were I going back and forth. Watch that, though. We were going yeah. back and forth on Instagram the other day for a while too. That, that and, uh, you gotta get ready, El, man. You gotta El get on El, El Camino. El Camino, need to watch. You should rewatch. You should rewatch Breaking Bad, then El Camino, and then Better Call Saul. Really? Yeah. Okay, we're, all right, or whatever order you could swap. Better Call Saul. All I know is get ready because that's gonna be hella amazing TV when that's back. Season six is coming back out. It's gonna be the final season. Oh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Wow. It's gonna be fire. You might you you could jump in at the perfect timing if you needed to. Like I said, yo, so almost two and a half hours, but just nothing but a pleasure. And I just want to ask these final questions. They're called the Prouse Questionnaire, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask them. I'll ask them. The, there's ten questions, ten quick questions, and you know, if you Chris, you want to go, then then a uh, treat, and then uh, we'll go like that. So just ten questions, these general and. I'm really intrigued by the answer. So I'm, um, this is what I'm starting right now. So you ready? I'm ready. All right. Question one. What is your favorite word? You go first. Oh, uh, or if whoever wants to go first. Too, <laughs> <laughs> Let this bitch go first. Um, my favorite word. Are these rapid fire questions? Somewhat. Um, I, I, we'll answer that. They're pretty cool and profound. Like they're really cool questions. Uh-huh. So, you know, just take your time on that. What kind of salad dressing would you be? No, that's not that. <laughs> bold. Pro- oh no, yeah, yeah, from your yeah, job interview. Yeah, I was saying these are interview questions. No, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> no one asked me that. I yeah. could for sure. Um, oh, word. I'm trying to think of words that I use a lot. Yeah, I like the word immaculate a lot. Immaculate. I don't use that's it often, word. but I do like the word immaculate. It's like. It has like a shininess to it, like when you say it's like ding, like immaculate ding. I always think of the immaculate reception. Or like immaculate high school and yeah. Uh, what is it, Monroe? I think so. Or no, that's Massing yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, one that just is, makes me laugh, just because it's like I, anytime I guess I think of a random word, it comes up in my head, so like it's gotta mean something. But spumoni. Spumoni. I don't even know what it means, but I feel like I heard it in something. Uh, but so I guess I'd say that. I don't know, but uh. Do you remember the uh? I remember there was a uh, Hey Arnold, Nancy Spumoni. No, no, I was, I was just, like, like I, I, I watched, watched Hey Arnold, but like I didn't. Nah, I, I can't, can't like. Uh, you don't remember any of them? Yeah, That's not cool. really. Not too much. All right, your second question. What is your least favorite word? I'm moist. <laughs> the other person That's me I making asked fun that, of girls. You guys are the second one I'm doing this, and the first guy said moist too. No, I, I don't give a shit about moist. I've just heard so many girls over the years talk about how they hate that word. Don't say that word. Don't say that word. Um, my least favorite word. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like looking at the wall to see. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't like the word. <laughs> firm. I don't know. 
like that. <laughs> I, guess I guess one, one thing, thing I, I, I guess it's what I just I don't have a least favorite word, but the way this word is used is the word no. But just like, oh, well, if someone asks you something, like I, I don't know why, but it would always just irk me when someone would be like, oh, like yeah, and then we'll go do this. No. Like or you know uh, that, yeah, I, yeah. that would always just, just like, what? stop saying, saying that. Well, like, you're, you're coming to four, no? Yeah, yeah like just, just say the question. question. Like, like I don't my know. grandpa does that. Yeah, like oh, we'll just like your grandpa. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, we make fun yeah. of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. The next word. What turns you on? Whoa. Okay. A button. Live in three, two. No. What turns me on? I like I like when girls wear glasses. Yeah. By the way, this isn't necessarily a sex. A uh, sorry, this isn't necessarily a romantic or sexual question. It's like some people say, like, oh, like the fresh air turns me on, or who or, the fuck says that? <laughs> I just heard oh, somebody okay. say the professor. All right, I'm not talking about like sexual. I mean, if, that, if that is your answer, that's well, cool. I, was, but I, I don't know. Okay, okay. Like, people say what turns me on is like people being nice to each other, or um, the smell of smell of your favorite food. Oh, okay. All right. It's more of that. I mean, if it, if it is, we I love what turns me on. Girls. All right. Well, then classes. this one works for <laughs> sexual and for just normal colony pizza. Okay, yeah, that's turns me good, on. good answer. Uh, I'd, I'd say, say whenever I like make a group of people I don't know like genuinely laugh. I guess like getting that first laugh is like a big like hump like for me, literally. I don't know, uh, but yeah. So I'd say that for sure. Yeah, not that much. <laughs> what turns you off? People who try to make big groups of people that they don't know laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you stand-up comedians suck. Asshole Get a <laughs> uh, Turns me off. I'd say, I don't know, would you got one or something? Cigarettes? I don't, give a sh- I don't give a shit about cigarettes. Yeah, that's just one that comes to me. You know? For me, I hate when... I really don't like when people like... Humble brag. Oh my god, don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> the humble brag Facebook post I always say. I just want to announce I'm so blessed to say I'll just like, uh, <laughs> Might as well just say, Hey everybody, look what I did. Or I'll I'll just hate or somebody will be like, Yeah, like I was like I was like at my house and like you know how like I have this thing, like I, I do that or like I did that. So I'm like, yo, if I know that, why the fuck are you saying it? Like next next, let's move on. I don't know, I just don't like humble bragging. I think it's annoying. Like, know this promotion at work that I work really hard on but you know <laughs> yeah you I, guess, I guess yeah like when like uh, yeah I guess like when people lie about their success uh, like I don't know I'm just like I'm always just or, like you know like when you know the answer and like, you know something's just so full of shit that you're like oh yeah like I know like you're lying to me right now <laughs> I know if the only truth. you knew I knew the truth yeah, yeah. and it's like, like and you, I'm, I'm sure, sure you do know that I know the truth too it's just sometimes so it's like I, I guess that yeah what sound or noise do you love? Sound of noise? Sound or noise that you love. Oh. I've heard people say like I like hearing the crack of a baseball bat or Oh yeah. I love I love you know what I love? I love seeing those uh videos of people getting their back professionally cracked. Yeah. Oh. Yo, yeah. I want to do that shit. Like it's it just looks so relieving. Definitely. I ha- I bought this thing for my back that like I, it's like a hump that you lie down and you like stretch Yeah, what Bober has and you like lay down and like stretches your vertebrae out and like i just and it cracks it like i'm just i want my back cracked then yeah Yeah. (laughs) i think i might have to bite that too i think i'd have to agree on that one because i for sure like seeing people get their necks cracked and everything i'm a big knuckle cracker too yeah yeah yeah. what sound or noise do you hate um what do i hate what sound any song by macklemore i'm out (laughs) (laughs) honestly (laughs) 
just, just uh, sometimes, sometimes like, like <clears throat> it's weird, like loud noises. Loud noises. Yeah, like if something's something just too loud for too long, I, it pisses me off. I'm like, all right, yo, shut the. F-. Like it gets me. Like I don't know how to describe it, but like it just gets my like blood boiling. It grinds your gears. Yeah, yeah, and then when someone, if you're in the back seat, one time it's happened to me. If you're in the back seat of a car and someone. Yeah, the, the ignition's on, and someone opens their car door and like walks out, and then you hear like dang, 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 and just the beeping the entire time, and it's like, dude, like shut the fucking door, like I'm stuck in the back, like just shut the door. But I'd say that it's like serial killer rage. Yeah, like, like tipping over. When it goes on for like ten minutes, you you really want to do that? Like, what? uh, what's your favorite curse word? Cunt. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I'd say fuck. There's just so many ways to say it. Mainstream. In like how to say it, and you you could it, you could use it to say a whole bunch of things too. I'd say like mixing them. Yeah. yeah. Or like absolutely. Oh, or like, like, yeah. like that. Uh, you fucking shit fuck. Like sure, yeah. yeah. Anything yeah. for any of the dialogue from the Wolf of Wall Street, they figured out how yeah. to throw fucking anything. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, exactly. Anything yeah. Quentin Tarantino wrote dialogue wise I'm in so <laughs> I, you know I like the Wolf of Wall Street but even that like they just were purposely putting what are these fucking people on this fucking thing how much fucking money did you fucking spend <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the life that we lived you want to understand <laughs> okay what profession other than your own right now and, and besides pursuing media and uh, creating content what other profession would you like to attempt besides content creation um, I don't know if this counts as content creation, I guess, generally, but I would love to write a TV show. Does that count or no? Um, I mean, if you want to leave that answer, I was thinking of more, I, just more non media because right. I know like that's all in I the would same love, sphere. I would love to, I don't know. Like, like think, thinking of like mundane or like, like, uh, like a nine to five job thing. Yeah, like, um, Maybe like a mechanic. Yes, I like to sell to I, you. Like I like <laughs> fixing. I like, I like fixing. fixing stuff. Or like you know, what I mean, just like figuring shit out. I like, or I don't know. I guess, uh, you know, something like that. Like, I don't know. I maybe a mechanic. I guess in order to like, <laughs> your fix dream stuff. job is a mechanic. Well, like, I <laughs> would say that you want to know. know. I don't know. I guess that's it. That, and. Uh, did you say yours? Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess I would yeah, do. I, I would like to have the work ethic to become a lawyer. I think being a lawyer would be cool. Oh, yeah, but I cannot. Oh, okay. I fuck. couldn't fucking do that. No, you're I a mechanic. Like it's okay. Uh, no, I, <laughs> astronaut, <laughs> please. Yeah. I want to be a, spa- a space cowboy. Yeah, too late. Super spy double agent. Yeah. Man, I would love to be a. Uh, I'd like to be. Um, I would love to be a. <laughs> I don't know, a librarian, no. Um, It is a tough question to really think about. It's like, what would you want to pursue other than your passion? Uh, (laughs) Maybe I'd like to be a chef. Yeah, Yeah, I I think I'd be cool. I was just going to change my answer to that. Yeah, yeah. No, you're a mechanic. We already spoke about this. A mechanic chef. How to make a brisket. Man. And with our final question for this dope podcast we've been having, man, this has just been so much fun. All right, this is kind of deep. I won't lie, but it is an awesome. It's awesome to see how people would answer this. So, if heaven exists, what would you like God to hear you say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Would I like God to hear me say? No. What would you like God to say to you? Oh, 
You fucking did it. <laughs> uh, like, uh, maybe that. Like, I don't know. You fucking did it. Hey, I, motherfucker, you made it. Yeah, like, hey. You're definitely not down there. Yeah, like, I, I, I guess, guess it, I want it to be a joke. Like, I, I'd want, like, the tension. Yeah, I wouldn't want it to be like, oh, you lived a good life. Yeah, it's like, well, I'm like, don't fucking lie to my me. My child would be like, yeah. oh, that can't make funny, funny right now. I want now, a fucking you know? shotgun of beer and be like, Oh, what a fucker there you are! Yeah, like I, I don't know, some probably something like that. I'd say. I would definitely want it to be a humorous like greeting. Yeah, I, I, I hope if God, you know, religion and everything, like whatever it is, I hope that it person is funny. You know, what I, I mean? think I it's personal. I think it's personalized for yeah. everybody, right? I yes, think it would be yeah, fitting to. Yeah, right. So what what he would say to me would be different to what he would say to both of you guys because it's all personalized based yeah. on who you are, and he's that powerful. Oh man, how about that, yo guys? Words can't destroy. Nothing but a pleasure isn't enough words. It's just, I appreciate you guys coming here. As as we're cl- coming to a close and going into some crazy news, having this as an ultimate distraction, chilling for the past three hours, man, this is what it's all about. Thank you so much, guys, for coming on. I really, really hope you guys were calling to come back. And yeah, this has just been an awesome time, man. Man, I I love both of you so much. And yeah, let's definitely do this again soon. I just hope you guys want to come back and had a great time. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah, it. I had a, yeah, I had a, I had a blast and I would love to come back. I hate to say it. I don't know. I, maybe that's a little just... I was going to say, I, had, I think I had more fun on this podcast than ours sometimes. A little disrespectful than ours. Yeah, no, it was a little disrespectful than us, but I like... No, I, this is very free range. And yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's, it's like, like, like we're like, have like a time limit and stuff, but like, I should be my tongue. That sucks. <laughs> no, shit. I had a blast. I think it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, this, this was, was so, so much fun. And we appreciate you having us and we want to bring you on the pit. Yeah. Yeah, you let me know and yeah. like I said thanks to our um, technology we could do this all the time so yeah. we'll definitely need to do this soon and just it's just great chilling with you guys and man with that you can check out my guests Chris Murawski Anthony Grancelli at Ted Alley Entertainment you can find them at you know underscore at Ted Alley Entertainment yep. on Instagram you can find their podcast every Tuesday and Thursday on all podcasting platforms and YouTube which is Ted Alley Entertainment and yeah is there anything else you want to say is there did I get the plug right no that oh, was yeah, perfect that was perfect that was yeah, perfect thank you so yeah. much seriously guys nothing but a blast and damn this was sweet alright with that thank you so much Chris thank you so much Anthony and we'll see you very soon And there you have it, folks. One of the best podcasts of my life. Chris Murawski, Anthony Grancelli, you did a hell of a job and was nothing but a pleasure to have you guys on. So many laughs, so many great stories, such a great time. And with that, I just want to thank you all for tuning in today. We're going to have four podcasts this week. Yes, four podcasts. It's going to be on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. The guests include Gabe Yifun, Eric Sequeira, Danny Lynch, and Alex Young, all coming on this week on the Productive Conversations podcast. We have a lot more cool guests in store. With that, I hope everybody has a safe weekend, an enjoyable weekend, and remember to jam that jam and never give up in this world. Until next time, my name is Matt Brown. I am your host. Good night, good luck, and I hope to see you soon. See you later. Peace.
You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.